What's going on, everybody? It is Coach Greg Adams. Back in here with another YouTube live stream. Shout out to the Coach Gang. And that's you. For being in here, being involved, and being active on this YouTube channel. And welcome to the Wake Up Show. Part of the Free Agent Lifestyle Podcast here on the Free Agent Lifestyle Channel. You in here. With the Bruce Wayne, it is Ish, the king of kings, the king of content, and the speaker of truth. Yours truly, the notorious one, a.k.a. Mr. Coachellini. Better known as the prognosticator, Coach Adamas. You in here. And that's you. With the best edutainment show here on YouTube. Hit the like button, and we're ready to go. See God Allah in the building, and I told you to do Biden. All right, man, we got a great show and a great year coming up. This is already February. Valentine's Day is right around the corner, and we got a lot of things going on in here. Hey, I should tell you that this show, viewer discretion is advised. You are choosing to watch this content. Warning, viewer discretion is advised. You are choosing to watch this content. You were warned. New, 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 new world order. Indeed, indeed, you were warned. So if you get triggered, it's your fault. Yes, it's that's you. And that's you. Um, what do we got going on here today? This will keep modern women single for good. This will see this will keep you single for good. This one thing and this one thing only. And by the way, we want to welcome the newest junior college member, freshman, to our streets, to these streets. In these streets. All right. Uh, there's a new freshman orientation every every day, it seems like that. And uh, there's no shortage of women coming out here to be in these streets. In these streets. All right. It's a new one every day. And no matter the age, there's a new one every day. Uh, when you have an abundance mindset, you'll never run out of American women. And, and that's you. When women choose to lead with their peace leave, it's just out of control. So we're going to figure this out. All right. We're going to figure this out. By the way, hit the like button. This show is sponsored by Trollo Candy and a little belly deli. And we will get a little belly deli in here. Anyway, it is Thursday. This is the Thursday morning show. If you're watching back on the replay game. All right. Timestamps will be available probably 30 minutes after the show. Shout out to our timestamp gang members. And we're going to get into it to support day's show. Support today's show. Dollar sign CGA live on the cash app. Coach Greg Adams TV on Venmo. PayPal.me backslash Coach Greg Adams on the PayPal, and that is pinned to the top of the Free Agent Lifestyle channel because there's no Super Chat support over there. This is the realest, most dangerous show on YouTube. We hold almost nothing back. Sometimes I hold a little bit back. And then also you can Super Chat on the Notorious CGA channel. Um, Let's get into it without further ado. we're not. Oh, by the way, before, before we get into the earlier contributors to today's show, has anybody ever been to Baker, California? Baker, California. <laughs> All right. Baker, California is one of these places. It's, it's one of the big gas station stops as you're leaving Las Vegas, entering in California. And then as you're coming from Southern California, you're going to, this is, there, there's probably about 40 miles, 30 miles of, of where you don't have a rest stop coming out of, uh, coming out of uh, Barstow. <laughs> All right. So you're entering into Baker right before you get to the state line, 20 miles, 30 miles away, roughly. You get to the state line and then you're into Nevada. But anyway. Baker, California. Um, it's one of the hottest places. It's actually you can go to Death Valley, California, which is one of the hottest places on Earth. Well, Baker, California has a famous gas station and one gas station in particular has a Tesla stop. All right. A Tesla stop. So that Tesla stop, they have about 50 11 pumps out there. And if you've never been to Baker, you've never seen this shit show 
which is the Tesla stop, right? The Tesla gap. Yeah, it's where the thermometer is and where the undertaker lives. Yes. All right. All right. Nothing there but gas stations, but I've seen a couple pieces of trailer park trash that look like residents there. I can't believe it. All right. But there's about 50 pumps. Um, There's about 50, not pumps, I guess, 50 stations where you can charge your Tesla. All right. When you enter into Baker and I just want to show you a video of what this looks like. You guys know me. They're going to get me. Elon Musk is going to be pissed at me at one particular point because I keep going on it. Well, this is Baker, California right here. Um, this is what the lines look like. Now, I've never seen them this bad. I will say this. I've never seen the lines this bad, but I tend to leave early in the morning and late at night. So I'm not going to be here like where the normies drive. They leave, they leave Las Vegas at like 5 p.m. or 10 a.m. where they get stuck in this shit. But look at all of these Teslas right here. And it takes, you know, our Tesla people can tell you, how long does it take to charge a Tesla? Okay, how long does it take? Like it could take 20 to 30 minutes to fast charge, right? Um, I don't know how fast these charges are, but these are people, you know what I mean? I stop at the gas station. I put in, sometimes I, I barely stop. I just, I just pump the gas and get right back in the truck. All right, and so I'm back on the highway in five minutes, at the least five minutes, at the most 10 minutes if I got to stop to the bathroom and get some sunflower seeds. Okay, but this right here is one of the best baker, baker. And by the way, if you miss this stop in your Tesla, you're screwed. And by the way, you can't go from Las Vegas to, you can't go to Los Angeles to Las Vegas, I don't think on one charge. So it's almost automatic that you stop. Like if you miss this charge, there's no charge stations you know, in between this, either way, either way. So you got to hit this charge. You got to hit this charge station. So here you go right here, man. Every It's all fun and games until you got to charge your car and Baker. Oh, man. That's what a thermometer is. Hey, in the summer, that thermometer, I've seen it as high as 130 degrees. I swear to God. I've seen that thermometer. Like, it'll say, it'll say 130, but it's like 127. I've seen that monitor. I've seen that monitor as high as 127 degrees, but it showed 130 in the summer, in the middle of the summer. I got out the car. I was like, God dang. So what you want to do is, yeah, it's too hot to pass. Oh, sheesh. And you better have a good car because your, your car going to clunk, clunk out. All right, let's get to the earlier contributors to today's show. He said, but it's a dry heat, coach. Yes, it's a dry heat. Oh, my goodness. It feels like death. All right. MC Hamster says my therapist XX took her full tax refund and paid down her car loan. She's an angel. He says, got, got to take her out for some jasmine rice and barbecue. Okay. You giving her the, you giving her the, it's barbecue in the double plate. All right. But she paid, she used her tax pay for refund and she paid down her car loan. Did she pay it all the way off? What kind of tax refund is that? Okay. What type, what type of tax refund a therapist getting where she can pay off a car loan? I think you said paid down the car loan. Shout out to Stony Montana. Watch the replay of the Tuesday night show with that nice flat back Latina. And she just confirmed that women only respond to nonchalant toxicities. Toxicity. How do you say that? It's barbecue in there. It's barbecue in there. If you missed that Latina, I, did, I think I might have saved her video up on one of my tabs. I don't think I did. I think I maybe just clicked it off. I got so many tabs open on my computer. It's reprehensible. So. If you missed that on the Tuesday night show, I showed you a lady who said she basically was like, oh, I got her up right here. I got her up. I got her up. All right. All right. 
let me see if I can uh, show it real quick, just as a reminder. So she had a guy. She basically said, I won't show the whole thing. I won't show the whole thing. But she basically was like, I got a guy. He's kind of like a Cocker Spaniel, kind of like a Golden Retriever vibes. Uh, he would be everything to me. I, I don't really, you know, uh, I, he would give me all of his heart, but I don't like that. But if a guy is going to be toxic towards me, that's what I like. Let, let me see if I can play a little bit of it. Never break my heart. And tell me why I'm just not into that. So she says she's just not into the good guys. He, I was, gonna, you know, basically like he, he would do everything right. He was perfect for me. And now she said, I'm just not into that. Oh, my gosh. Like, I'm not lying, guys, when I tell you that I know that if I decided to give this man my whole entire heart. I would never have to worry about anything. I would never have to worry about anything, guys. I would I would I would be taken care of. I'd be treated like a princess. Spoil me. But then she said it's not enough. And I was a little bored and it was supposed to be a dinner date. But the second I walked in there, like the conversation wasn't great. We just so she said he was boring. Let me get to this part. I don't want to make this about the whole show. Pretty, but like, let me put you in your place. You vibes. I get completely different vibes. I get player vibes. I get you're pretty, but like, let me put you in your place vibes, which you, but also. Uh, so, okay. So she had a second date lined up already. And the dude gave her player vibes. The dude gave her, I'm going to put you in your place, bitch. I'm going to pull your hair. I'm going to smack you around. Uh, you're going to listen to me. You don't get no voice. You don't get no choice in the situation. Okay. She said, I love that guy. That one I love. Look at her. She was like, F you, but hmm, look at that, man. She's like, yeah. Well, I tell you, man. <laughs> I tell you. When you guys take the crimson capsule. Everything will make sense. Everything makes sense, guys. It doesn't make sense unless you take that pill, all right, or any pills. Otherwise, you're going to assume that this woman, oh, oh, not all women are like that. Oh, boy. All right, man, let me get to these PayPals and Cash Apps. For some reason, it's down, down there. I don't know why it's down there. It's down there where Kaylee normally resides during the stream. All right, let me see here. Let's go to Cash App. Yeah, but see, women logic is women logic. You can't. Guys, what we, what we don't want to do is be mad. You know what I mean? We can't be mad. We just got to call it what it is. Now, some dudes adapt, and they basically go, well, you know, I'm going to be the bad boy. You know, and treat them like ish. And, guys, if you ever do that, first of all, it's going to work. <laughs> I'm just going to say, look, first of all, if you ever do anything like that where you just – not 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 a lot of guys can do that, though. Not a lot, not a lot of guys can be cold like me. I'm colder than a Russian women, winner. Women, women too. But when you turn cold on them, it's going to work. And then you got another problem on your hand. You're going to have a lot of toxic women in your life. All right. So that's the other part of it. You're going to be dealing with toxic birds. It's just going to be like, <laughs> then you're going to be like, damn, this is working too. This working too good. A lot of women, now they pile it on. <laughs> this is crazy. Now you can't get them away. You can't, you can't get them away. And not only that, you're going to have them of all races, shapes, and sizes. Now, I don't, I don't suggest that you deploy this method, all right, because I'm not a dating coach. I don't suggest that you deploy this method. However, if you deploy the player asshole thing, you know, this is where the dating coaches, again, I give them a little bit of props. 
if you deploy this, you're going to have a lot of toxic ass women around you. Not only that, you're going to have some bookworm ass women around you ironing your socks. <laughs> All right. Ironing your socks. Trina mean, keep them keen, as they say. Do they say that in Australia? Treat them mean, keep them keen. I know, man. This is not what you tell your daughter. This is not what you tell your female family members. But if you take a look at your mother, for the example, if you take a look at your mother, and there's a strategy to this. I, look, I'm, the, I'm teaching dating strategy. But take a look at your mom. Your mom is per prime example of this. Like your mom don't have no man. Your mom been a single mother all your, for most of your life. And the men that have gotten over on her are what? Even your own daddy is an asshole. Even your own daddy is a piece of shit. And she can't stop thinking about the nin ninja. <laughs> your own daddy was that dude. And she's still trashing his ass. <laughs> your old mama go tiptoes up. And then she got the nerve to give you dating advice. Come on, man. Your mama was literally messing with no good ninjas that didn't give a damn assholes and players, and it seemed to have worked. <laughs> I'm reprehensible. I'm telling you. Oh, the humanity. All right, shout out to J. Cool, Coach. I almost dropped my weights and threw up in my mouth just hearing the belly deli on my, pod, on my AirPods listening to yesterday's stream. He said, ew, regardless, you are still my favorite African-American out here. Uh, look at my African-American over here. Look at him. Are you the greatest? You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, man. You got to treat them mean, keep them keen. And there's another strategy to this, as the ladies will attest. You know what I mean? For every three days or four days, you just like, bitch, don't kill my vibe. Just one day show up massaging her feet. <laughs> one day massage her shoulders. You know what I mean? Because she's showing up all pensive, intensive. Then one day... Put on some key sweat, make it last forever, ever. You put on some key sweat, you start massaging her shoulders and shit and her scalp, she yours. Baby, I'm yours if you want me. You just switch that shit up. <laughs> and then all of a sudden you shock her in. She's like, I knew I could change you. Then the next day, next day, treat her in. Treat her in again. Get back to treating her ass mean. You know, you got to keep her ass on the, you got to keep her not balanced. You know what I mean? You got to keep her ass stumbling and fumbling. That's why they had that song. You got me slipping and stumbling and tripping and fumbling. That's what you do. You keep their ass tripping and fumbling. <laughs> you know, because they birds. You know what I mean? I'm just letting y'all know, man. I'm just saying. It, I'm just letting you know, guys. Now, it takes a lot of energy for that shit. I don't have time. I don't have time for all that, ladies. Because you're going to realize this woman's toxic. She's like Britney Spears. You're toxic. She's she Britney Spears. So you guys got to realize, this is why I'm like, dude, I would rather put my money in a business interest and watch the stock market go up and down volatile-wise than to deal with birds like this. <laughs> you know, I have got no time for this shit. All right, shout out to my man. No government name. Good morning, coach. Just moved to Laguna, Miguel from L.A., and I'm on pace to making $300,000 a year. Good Lord. As a traveling nurse, the Kayleys at work are already feeling your boy, but no time for that. That's the focus on my career. Oh, yes. So I can focus Thanks on for my all you career. do. <clears throat> Guys, you, he can afford Kayleys. Dude, you're going to be in Laguna, Miguel. You're going to be filled up with Kayleys. 
You don't have to touch the ones at work. All right, no government name. A family of three found deleted. Uh-oh. In Andover, Maryland, or what is that? Maryland, Massachusetts, Andover. This morning in a huge house, all with firearm wounds. It says 56-year-old father, 55-year-old mother, and a 12-year-old son. We've seen this playbook before. Oh, man, let's do the math here. So this is a late couple. They had their children late, 56-year-olds with 12-year-old sons. Jesus. Man, man, it's crazy. All right, reprehensible, but there's obviously going something. Oh, Andover's in Maryland. I thought that was Maryland, right? What is Maryland's uh, two letters? He put M-A. I thought that was, is that Maryland or Massachusetts? Last one, John Gourmet. Been working on wholesaling my salmon spread. Can you revisit the essential tools every man needs to have, CGA? Best part of the day. Shout out to you, salmon spread. Yeah, MD is Maryland, so he put MA. All right, Massachusetts. Andover, Maryland. That's what I thought, but appreciate him. No no worries. So Maryland, that sounds about right. <laughs> All right, let's get to the show. Old single mother out here. Varicose Vein Brigade joins OnlyFans. This is talking about the degradation of our society. Um, what do we got going on here? Not only the degradation and the de-evolution of women, what's going on with men and married men supporting OnlyFans models? I don't get it. I do not get why OnlyFans models get this much support. It doesn't make financial sense, but we have to understand this is a worldwide phenomenon. We are in a global dating market. We're in a global environment and an economy. So then when you consider that, then you can understand how the money flows. But look at this old Skeezer, oh, washed up. How old is she? Another 55-year-old. Okay, so I'm going to find out how old her son is. Then we're going to find out why she's single and a single mom and why a single mom has to turn to harlotry to go ahead and fund her child's college without no father around, potentially. Here we go. Um, She quotes, she suggests she's made $630,000 in two years as a 55-year-old lonely fans model. It means I can give my son a better life and save for his college fund. Mm. Hold up. Who mama is this? Who, who mama is this? She quit her job. What was her job? And she claims to make 630, which listen, in social media content creation, you can make a bag. And she says uh, she's happier and can give her son a better life. But, but no daddy. See, this is, mm. this is the mindset we're talking about, right? Right. So I'm not I'm not shaming her for doing what she's do, doing. Uh, she could do what she do. She could do what she does. But she says she's going to give her better her son a better life. N not with a fa father, no family, no nothing. Obviously, this woman had this child late in life. This is why I warned you guys: do not become the dash you guy. And that's you. You're going to get praying mantis in your seed. You legacy ninjas going to find out. These women going to skedaddle with your seed because a woman that tries to get into a relationship late in life and have kids. She's a feminist. 9.9 .9 times out of 10. She's a feminist. She, she fell for the feminist bait. She's a full, unadulterated feminist. And what she's going to do is she's going to cut you off at the knees. She's going to pray and mantis you as soon as you have 1.1 1. 1 babies. 1.1. You're not even going to get the baby number two, first of all. You don't even have time to get the baby number two. Them eggs done, them eggs done closed shop, closed up shop. So this is a praying mantis. I warn you guys. Let's get into the details. I want to see this. 
says right here, just two months after creating her Lonely Fans accounts. I'm not going to say her name. She quit her day job and became a full-time content creator. And, let's, and ladies, don't think you're all going to make this type of money, all right? You probably have to do some despicable things. You're not putting out your old uh, leopard print panties out here. All right, less than two years, she says she earns all kind of money. St. James says she's happier since ditching her day job and she can give her son a better life. And her stage name is whatever her name is, is right here. They agree to protect her privacy. Right. In her 30s, Saint G this woman worked in consumer good sales after having a baby at age 42. Age 42. There it is right there. This is why you don't knock up 42-year-olds. All right. She, she got them frozen eggs out. She got the frozen eggs in. You skied it in a Petri dish. They shot her up with a turkey bester, and she skedaddled with your seed. Where, where is it at? These late-term pregnancy people. So this is this is just this is not how God intended. She decided to step away from her career instead of working in car sales, and then instead of working in car sales, and then an office job. Look at this, man, boy, y'all down that bad. Look at her feet. Mm, that's terrible. Y'all down. Look, dudes are down this bad. Dude, you can go on Tinder and just swipe on old broads and you can get as much decent content. Who wants to look at this shit? Oh, my Lord. Saggy out. Oh. I mean, I hit everybody going to hit, but why would you pay for that? I don't get it. I don't get it. But during the pandemic, she read an article about another mom making OnlyFans content, of course, and she immediately got interested because hoes gone ho. After months of research, or a month, she decided to bite the bullet. She created Instagram and an OnlyFans right there in April of 2021. The first two weeks, she posted a photo. This is like advertising for her shit right here. She posted photos uh, and videos without her face, but as soon as she showed her face, her account started exploding, and other things started exploding well as well. Who cares about the money here? I want to skip down. I want to skip down to who her, who her son is, Okay. I'm going to skip down to where her son is. And where is that shit at? Okay. It says right here, she has her niche or a niche would be mature dominatrix. Yeah, there's some simps that love that dominatrix. I don't like it. And then she tried to create an online persona that was powerful, elegant, and classy. Okay. This is some, um, this is some, um, this is a Miss Anderson shit. All right, I get it. This is a me and Mrs. Jones shit. Y'all got it going on. And now she said she's a wholesome, fun, positive, smiling, a little quirky Midwestern mom. Complete, probably. Guys, I, I'm, I'm going to say this right now, just as a person who has a somewhat of a perverse mind. I guarantee you she's not shaving down there. It's kind of like one of those things where the mystery reveal. She got a whole bush down there. It's like, whoo, the bushwhackers are coming down there. I guarantee you. So she's doing the whole, the wholesome mom. I'm cooking. I'm folding towels and shit. And then all of a sudden she takes her moo-moo off and there's a whole bush down there. You know what I mean? And it's like, oh, that's exactly what I want. A jungle. I think that's what she's doing here. And there's some nasty, some of them, you know, you nasty, some of them be out here wanting that nasty ish. Full of bush. She says right here. I don't have the perfect body. I have a mom tummy and cellulite. <laughs> what are we doing? We're turning our dudes, man. Some young creators 
have told her she's an inspiration. Okay, where? what about her son? Look at this right here. Look at this filter. Look at a filter on this picture right here. You know she don't look like that. Let me, what else is here? Where's the mom? She says her main subscribers are young men in their 20s and 30s who have an older woman fantasy that they can live out online. But not all of her subscribers are young. One of her biggest supporters is a 79-year-old widower. We gone. We gone, man. This one. Okay. All right. So she's got a 26 million view reel. That's better. All right. Where's her son at? All right. She had a very close relationship with her team. She has, or she had a very close relationship with her teenage son. Wait a minute. She said she had a very close relationship. He knows that I'm a nude model and adding that he has definitely seen her Instagram and TikTok post. He rolls his eyes and calls it cringy, she said. Could you imagine this being your mama? It says right here, it made her happy, allowing her to pay for a car, life insurance, and holidays, as well as start a college fund for her son and save for retirement. Quote, I wouldn't have been able to afford it without getting nude and being a prostitute. Exactly. Dude, now listen. Again, I'm not shaming her for this, but this is what I wrote in the book, The Evolution. What did I say? I said women are going to go back and they're de-evolving into street walkers and prostitution. And everything they do has a hint of pseudo-prostitution. And it's going to get worse as time goes on. This was the whole purpose of the book, The Evolution, that I wrote. Go check it out on Amazon. I said that that's where women are going. And they're choosing to be in this life. Always remember they're choosing to be in this life. They're not, they're not forced into it. She's saying she's happy. Okay. It's like Uncle Tom's cabin, cabin, the happy slave. Later on, they're going to be saying, oh, we got taken advantage of. We've been used, discarded, abused. I ran out of money. I said that this is where women are going. And increasingly, day by day, women are de-evolving into the oldest profession in the game. And that's what it is. So treat them as such. This is the monetized modern woman. Are all women doing this? No. But uh, some of them are doing a version of this. And more than you know. But she says, but it has made her dating life much harder, she said. I try to keep it on the down low. I can't do this forever. Dating life. See, they're dipping their toe. They're double dipping. This is called double dipping. This is called double dipping. And I don't understand it. Prawn stars have been doing this for quite a while. Where they double dip. Where they go out there and be a prostitute. And then they come back. Oh, I'd like to get married someday. Even at 58. How old is she? 50, mid-50s. She's still double dipping and hoping that she can find the love of her life. <laughs> this is crazy. I hope to find an honorable man that cherishes me, spoils me, gives me what I want, can allow me to settle down. But until then, I'll be a whore. Here it is. She says, I can't do this forever. And she has been contacted by prawn companies, but wasn't interested in that career path. <laughs> You're doing pro Anyway. She says, I would like to stop at by age 65. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Oh, the humanity. I'm not sure what the future holds, though. I would like to pivot to motivational speaking as I have many chapters of my life. Send it. 
Send it, ladies and gentlemen. Go on and send it. Send it, send it, send it. Man, you can't make this ish up, as the late Kevin Samuels would say. But we're just trying to do our best here as honorable men. It's hard to even be an honorable man, guys. It's hard to be a good man. <laughs> they just, they delusional forever. But look, I literally said asteroid time. I, I look at it and say, fair game for her, but why are you trying to be? We always say, I always say, let, let the hoes be a hoe. Willie D said, let a hoe be a hoe. Project Pat said, they don't want to say, don't save them. They don't want to be saved. Even J. Cole said, don't save them. They don't want to be saved. Even Ice Cube said, Willie D said, let a hoe be a hoe. Even the boss from Detroit, the female rapper said, you gotta, you, you, you gotta, you gotta let a hoe be a hoe. Ho, look, ho on. This is Hollywood. You gotta keep doing what you're doing. I don't, I'm not mad at hoes. What I do find interesting is when hoes try to tip back over on the housewife side. I don't like that. Like, like I'm I find that reprehensible and despicable. If you're gonna be a 304, 304 your way to the end. All right, let's get to John Mayer, by the way. He ruffles some feathers coming out here about Jennifer Aniston, the second most overrated woman in the world. Okay, the second most over, she might be running neck and neck with that damn Elizabeth Hurley for the most overrated woman ever pushed and propagandized on a group of people in the history of the world. Absolutely. absolutely. Oh, humanity. New world order. All right, Jennifer Anderson never done nothing for me. I never looked at her and was like, wow. But everybody's like, she's she's adorable. Next to Meg Ryan, the propaganda behind Jennifer Aniston is unbelievable. Like what? I know she flatbacked it and all that, but what? All right. Elizabeth Hurley sparkling in a wonderful bikini at age 59. Nobody cares about Elizabeth Hurley. <laughs> all right. Anyway, here's the right. Here's what Jennifer Aniston did when her ex John Mayer attacked her. Attacked? Attacked? What did he beat her up? Like, look at this. This who y'all, y'all telling me, nah, she the baddest. She the baddest? She bad? All right, anyway, let's continue here. here Jennifer, Jennifer Aniston, despite that, I, I, I think she's cute. Jennifer Aniston is known for the classy way she handles her breakups. Shout out to her. And by the way, she can come drop that naked. But even when one John Mayer uh, put her to the test, she showed the world how to deal with a bitter ex. All right, here we go. Jennifer Aniston may be one of the most well-known faces out of Hollywood, but in her love life that scrutinized time and time again, she's been labeled as someone who uh, perpetually is unlucky in love. Not even Jennifer Aniston. You see the guys in here, Jennifer Aniston fans left and right. Not even Jennifer Aniston can get it right, ladies. And look at you now, ladies. Not even look at you now even though the woman herself takes a lot of pride in her previous relationships. Look no further than the aftermath of her relationship with John Mayer. Is it Mayer? Yes, he's a piano player, I think, or a guitarist. The pair only dated for about a year, but the high-profile nature of their relationship had a lasting effect on their both their public perceptions. John was a perennial ladies' man. Yes, he was, deciding to issue some harsh and unflattering, complete unnes completely unnecessary, comments about jennifer following their breakup but instead of firing back jennifer took her comments in stride and decided to move on well what could he have possibly said about this wonderful woman 
All right, let's go down to the right here. John said, ladies, John said he broke up with Jennifer because she was too old. All right. What happened? Where did all the men go? She was too old. She too damn old for me. And we just talked about what old women have done. They push this propaganda to keep their age pushed. Put, oh, 65. I'll still be young. She was too old. She was like granny, granny panties. I can't take it no more. I need me a young piece of calico out here. <laughs> All right. And I'm not laughing at her, but through the, he says, though the reason relationship was short lived, John Mayer didn't hold back from discussing the details of everything that occurred between them, including what caused them to break up. His opinion, in his opinion, Jennifer's age, she is eight years his senior. Boy, guys, have times changed. Most of you ninjas think these women are perfectly your age. He needed something young, fresh, and green. He was like, man, I can't feel nothing. My man turned to, can you feel it? Can you feel it? Can you feel it? All right. He couldn't feel it. She is eight years his senior, was a large contributing factor to the demise of their relationship. But what was, was even more shocking is that John didn't mince his words when he spoke about the specific instances that highlighted the age difference. Quote, in some ways, I wish it could be, wait, in some ways, I wish I could be with Jennifer, but I can't change the fact that I need to be 32. And it says the brunt of her success came before TMZ and Twitter. Oh, man. I think she's still hoping it goes back to 1998. Damn. Hey. My man's like, dude, she living in the past. She saw my involvement in, in technology as courting distraction. Okay, that sounds like, boy, have time changed. This is kind of flippity flop now. So you young guys today just realize what you guys do out here in this marketplace because you're simps and you're weak between the legs and the knees. Men in the past did not put up with this shit. He didn't do it. He didn't do it. He saw old women like, hey, man, you practice. Treated her's practice. And then he moved on gracefully, right? Leonardo DiCaprio is doing it right, but they shaming him and throwing all kind of shade on the guy. And we're going to talk about that. Women in the passport gang, I've been showing you that for about a year. I've been telling you, European women, African-American women, white women been traveling for sex since the beginning of time. Since the beginning of time, women have caused wars traveling for some damn sex. Okay, I've been showing you clips of the Island Boys. I reported that back in the day, Ghana has shut down white women, European women. They shut them old ends down. They said, do not come in here for these boys. I showed you white women going over there to do, um, uh, what do they call it? Missionary work. And that they be over there with the young boys, the young boys, African boys doing stuff to them and there was a group of uh african women that was shooing them white women away then i show you that video of, uh, maybe about six or uh, six months or a year ago there was like these white women they were sitting there pink pink as pink as day pink skin just shining and then they had the darkest most native african boys sitting on their lap and a bunch of africans ran over to them like they were Amer they were like more and not less third world and they were shooing them white women away it was like, get away, get away from these boys. 
Yep. And it was like these women come in here acting like they're humanitarians, but they be out there having sex with the young boys. They were shooing them, looking like Miss Piggy and shit. And them boys was blowing backs out. So, so this has been a thing, and I've been showing you that, highlighting you the hypocrisy. I've been playing. Remember, we played the video. I'm not going to say fresh, but um, we played the video of the Island Boys. And I'm like, look at these women out here, man. They doing sex tourism like crazy and got the nerve as soon as you run over there. <laughs> it's crazy. And they're young. They literally project what they do onto you. I've been telling you, Stella got their groove back. All of these things have been exactly what they're accusing these guys of doing. It's sad. They do not want you to have no fun. Hey, guys, misery loves company out here. The goal of women, many, many women, is to destroy your fun. I'm going to tell you this. It's not the double standard. It's not the double standard. What women don't like. Ladies, are you here? I know you're listening to me. What women don't like is when you have fun and they, they not involved. That's what it is. It's not that, that, that they want to uphold double standards. I don't believe it's the double standards. I think they just cannot have, they just cannot live life with you having fun and they not included in it. <laughs> they literally hate to see it. You guys know you're watching my show, sniggling, trying to protect me. Oh, my girl's watching you just a sniggling. <laughs> then, they want to be included. And you're like, well, you might not like, you might not like this. Trust me, I'll like it. I like everything. I have a sense of humor. I'm a fun human being. I'm not a potty pooper. I'm not a miserable person. I can surely have fun. If you have, if, if you're having fun, I can have fun. We can watch it. We can watch it. I'm a, I'm a fun person. I have a sense of humor. <laughs> you literally be like, well, okay. You show her the thing. Then I start talking about older women are practice, right? I start talking about women need to get the back of their heel. Women with hammer toe. I start showing them shit. They're like, what? You watch this. This is reprehensible. Where's the report? Where's the flag button? How is this even allowed? This guy's been hurt. He's ugly. He's gay, too. He probably he lives in his mother basement. He probably doesn't have a dollar to his name. I can't believe you watch this. Do you find this funny? If you find this funny, we could be not be compatible. Meanwhile, she could have left you over there sniggling and she could have just been like, okay, he's sniggling. Let me go do something else. They can't take it. They cannot take it. You having fun. <laughs> Ladies, you guys know that you ruin men's whole life when he's just trying to have fun. I'm just letting you know. Just let the ninja have fun. Well, I'm, you know, I'm like, well, I'm going to go overseas and I'm going to go on vacation. I want to go. Well, I'm going by myself. Oh, no, you don't have to go by yourself. I'll even buy a ticket. I'll go with you. I don't want you to go. I have plans. I'm going to do things. I'm going to have fun. I can have fun. I can go. I totally want to go with you. You'd be like, God damn, man, damn. Just keep your ass away from me. We're not going to have fun when you're with me. I'm just going to let you know. I'm not going to have fun. <laughs> they cannot stand it. Oh, dating, by the way, ladies, is not fun for men. Men do not have fun dating. Ladies be like, I just want to go on a fun date. They go and ruin the entire vibe. Even when you having fun, she ruins it. Oh, it's too cold out here. Oh, this line's too long. I got to pee. Oh, my God, this food is disgusting. I can cook better food than this. Oh, my God, it's raining outside. My wig is going to get messed up. 
Oh my gosh. All right. Why does this cost too much? Why do we have to walk so far? My feet are hurting. This <laughs> is be like, you're going too hard on me. You're going too fast. Why are we, why are you competing so hard? It was just a joke. <laughs> like everything is like, oh my Lord. I'm just letting y'all know, man. Look, ladies, you guys are not fun. You guys are just not fun. Now, my, I can entertain you. Do not entertain me. Just sit over there, sniggling, laughing, smiling. Just be smiling like this at me, like this. But for me, do not try to have fun around me. You guys are dry sense of humor. You just can't do it. But then when you see me having fun, just let me have fun out here. Anyway, let me get to these super chats. Are we there yet? You're driving too fast. You're driving too slow. You don't know where you're going. Why you park so far? I thought you were paying for this. I don't owe you anything after this. <laughs> they be like, dude, they are mood killers, man. I'm telling you, ladies, but I'm just telling you, ladies. You know what I mean? We kind of weird. Men are weird. You're mood killers. You're not fun to go on on dates. No. So what do you like to do? And when do you like to do it? I see you describe yourself as a moderate. Are you a moderate conservative or a moderate liberal? Oh, my God. Do you support abortion rights? Oh, you don't? That's weird. That's insane. You must be a pro-Trumper. Oh, my God. You're a Trumper? Oh, well, I'm not really a Trumper. I just don't like Joe Biden. Oh, you don't like Joe Biden? He's my savior. Oh, my God. What are you thinking about? Where are you going? What do you like to do? What are the 10 most fabulous things you've done in your life? Okay, if you had a dog or a cat, which would you choose? The dog for the cat? Like, shut up. Where's my sound effect? I'm going to put that. Just be quiet. Just sit over there like this. Smiling at me. Nodding. Sniggling. <laughs> laughing at my corny joke. Just be quiet. <laughs> All right, just be sitting over there ruining it. Trying to take a bite. Trying to take a bite. <laughs> Just show your teeth, ladies. Teeth. All right. Shout out to Dev says, missed a few streams. Glad you back. You the goat. I think he says, for the edutainment has been gold for me lately. Thank you, brother. And he also says, CGA, the preacher, always has the words I need to hear. Yes, I can express it. I can express it the way we want. And, and ladies, if you are mad in here, I can understand that. But most of the men will tell you, look at their responses. They are telling you, they are telling you I'm speaking the truth, ladies. If you learn anything, I will teach you, ladies. We will give you the kick the tires program, the 52-point inspection, ladies of all ages. Let me just go ahead and give, give it to you. Attention, all ladies. We do have the 52-point program with CGA. I will kick those tires. I will train you to be the perfect mate. All right, if you want to join in, I will have to have all access. There will be a full examination of all cracks and crevices. We will explore everything, and I will get you right. All right, and so, ladies, if you, I know, I know you think you know it all. You know absolutely nothing, and we do accept women of all legal ages up to granny and grannies. We will kick them tires around, and I will tie them titties in a knot, whatever we need to do, and we will get you right. If you don't have the man that you need, all right, you don't have the man that you need. I will teach you how to do it. Yep. I will rotate and balance them tires. I will get them. I will get it right. I'll get it right. <laughs> you will have to participate in a lengthy contractual term in which you will be part of my rotation in concubine and or harem 
for a period of time for me to properly train you and put you back out on the marketplace, but you will get the man that you want. Yes, there will be barbecue in there, just so you know. Yes, there will be barbecue. There's barbecue in there. You're not going to eat. You're not going to be entertained. You're going to be trained, all right? And we will get your body and whip it right back into shape. So, ladies, if you do want to sign up, we will be having sign-ups at the back of the class. After tonight's show, let's continue with the show. Shout-out to ooh, Daniel M. says, fighting the big C. Still keeping it G'd. All right, shout-out to you. Is that you fighting COVID? All right, I heard people getting COVID again. I heard this going around. I'm like, what? Oh, man, I got to trip. Listen, I'm traveling, man. I'm traveling. All right. I don't know what's going on. People getting COVID again. All right. It's going around. They they trying to get y'all put the clamps on y'all again. Be careful. Or is it colon cancel? Oh, it's the big C. The big C. He's fighting cancer. Oh, my goodness, boy. That's the second person that's fighting cancer. He says colon cancer. Boy, what is going on? That's the big C. My bad. My bad. The big C is cancer. Man, shout out to the look. I tell you what, man, we've had this is the second person that's telling me he's they're fighting cancer while watching my show sniggling. So now you putting pressure on me, man. Shout out to the lady yesterday and shout out to our man, Daniel, fighting cancer right now, colon cancer. And guys, that is another indication that we need to keep checking up on ourselves um, because we never know. My goodness. All right. Hang in there. Keep fighting. All right. Keep fighting it or whatever you're doing against it. And thanks for joining us around here. Like, man. Let's see here. For some reason, I can't get to my PayPal's. So let me check Venmo. Uh, PayPal won't let me refresh my screen. They bugging out. And we'll get back to the show. Where we got? Let me check. Check what's going on. Slight delay. While we're doing that, Super Chat got some. Ricky Webster, I love my coach and also my coach gang. French Toast Props do. We always here for it. We're always here for it. Jay Rodriguez, coach Jada Pinkett with August is living her truth, but Leonardo is a creep for dating younger women. I'm going to the junior college. Thanks. Yeah, once you get over the fact, like women can't shame me. <laughs> you can't shame me. I'm going to be having them as young as I want to have them and within legal bounds of whatever jurisdiction I'm in. All right, I'm just letting you know. I don't give a damn what you say. And I'll have them as old as I want. I don't give a damn. You ain't going to shame me. Shout out to uh, uh, Rex Gatling coach created a new app to shoot your own podcast in the in real meta glasses. Anyway, shared it with you by email. Big ups to you. Free agency has been working for me. Shout out to the brother. Wow. I'm going to check it out on email. Two more or three more age of machines, but she didn't put out for her husband like she does on OnlyFans. Thanks for helping us see how disingenuous these 304s are. If she had to put out for her husband, she claimed marital grave. Yes, well, this is empowerment for women, nope. right? They're empowering themselves. They're empowering themselves to be who they want to be. Fine with me, but I'm not going to sign up for a legal agreement with you. That's where I draw the line. Shout out to Dragon of the East with the co-sponsorship. We almost ready to get back to the show. But, but he's right. He says, Dragon of the East, happy late New Year 2023 from the Pacific Northwest. Wishing you the best. Every day is a blessing to be alive and live life to the fullest. Free agent lifestyle for life. Check them, man. Check these guys. Anonymous says there's been an active push by media to promote geriatric, corpulate, Corpulate, corpulent, 
promiscuous women as viable choices. Yes, because there's going to be too many of them. There's too many of them already with the boomers. Guys, if you had a fascination to date older women, dude, just go on Tinder. <laughs> Tinder. You can be smashing out older women or be in Jamaica. Be a rent dread. You can smash out older women all day. Like, you know what I mean? And I don't, I'm not on disadvise it. That's what you want to do. That's what you want to do. You could be on Tinder, like from 45 all the way up to 60. You could be just cleaning up. Mm. Cleaning up. Nonstop. You know why? The numbers favor you. <laughs> the numbers favor the guy. There's too many boomer women out here. There's too many boomer women and old Gen X. There's just too many of them available. You can make it your full-time-ass job if you wanted to. Let's get back to the show. This is why you should avoid dating women at your job. We're going to share a story of a person who's been uh, violated, had his civil rights violated because he got a, to a relationship at a job. And this was something that people did in the past to meet their mate. But this is somewhat off the table now. Many of your parents met at a job. Many of your grandparents met at work. Many women got into certain careers to meet men that had certain uh, profiles. But now, since people want to fornicate at their job, it's gotten a little weird. And it says right here, HR got into my dating life. And it says right here, not going into reveal any details, but someone I dated briefly, he was clapping them cheeks in an entirely different, different organization than me, happened to not like the fact that we broke up. This is why you can't do it. Because you're going to break up. Love and love and love and you with them, with them. Shout out to Mario. So this person reported me to HR. See, this is, man, let me tell you something. When it comes to dating women, if they got a leg up on you, and they'll have two legs up on me, but if they have a leg up on you or an advantage and it doesn't work out, they're going to tattletale on your ass. <laughs> they're going to they're gonna tattletale. And tattletaling is a woman's part-time job. <laughs> I mean, that's what they do. If you ever have female relatives or sisters or something, they had nothing better to do than to tattletale on your ass. And so if they can see they can tattletale on you, they're going to tattletale. They're going to be like, he did this. You never tattletale on women. You'll be like, I'll just keep it quiet because you know why tattletale. This is why I don't trust statistics that say, well, men uh, commit more domestic violence. Men do this. Men great more women. Now, I do believe men do harm more women than women harming men, but it's a different perspective, meaning Men definitely do delete more women than vice versa, but it's somewhat closer than we know. It's way more closer than we know. However, other statistics aren't even trustworthy because men don't tell. That's why. When you talk about child abuse, young boys don't tell. When we talk about uh, men being sexually assaulted, guys don't tell. When we talk about men being domestically violated, dudes don't tell. When it talks about men being taken advantage and sexually har harassed at work, men don't tell. Women be telling, <laughs> all right? They be tattletelling on your ass. It says right here, what I find absurd is me and this person never interacted in the office or ever really on company time. The only time we spent with each other was outside of work after work, which means that any behavior of mine or theirs should be entirely outside the purview of human resources. That's false. That's false. That is absolutely false. He got it. He's got it wrong, guys. That's not how it works. Look, if you involve yourself romantically, but they have an office liaison or whatever you do, 
it's doesn't matter if it's on the clock or off the clock. It does not matter. You might think it matters. We weren't even in the damn paper, the Xerox paper room. It doesn't matter. You guys are in a relationship that's going to change the dynamic of how you work in your office setting. So when you're effing each other, then you go to work, it's going to it's going to have an impact, right? And they probably have company policy. They have company policies telling you this, that you should not date coworkers, which is sad because you spend so much time at work. How are you not going to be attracted to someone? You know what I mean? But women mess it up. It's kind of like how they're messing up this gym thing, pointing out gym creeps, although there are gym creeps, but constantly making an effort to record themselves to point out the one guy that glances at them. You know what I mean? Like they mess up the gym culture. They mess up the work culture. This is why I say it's best to just leave them alone. Just leave them alone. But y'all want to roll the dice. Well, technically, it was not in the purview of the office. Dude, you're a moron. But human resources got involved. Since when did HR become mommy and daddy? Oh, my Lord. You got a hey, dating coaches. Listen up. HR are the most miserable human beings on the planet. All right. Let me just tell you this right now. They're, they are police officers for the corporation. This is why corporation, corporate settings aren't that advantageous for men. They're police officers. That's what they are. They're one time. They're the popo. They are 21. Whatever you want to tell them. They are the police officers for the organization. That's like the, just think, you have an in-home police office in your office. That's the, that's the HR. Never tell them anything that you don't want documented and reported. All right, you have the right to remain silent. Did I say 21? 12. I said 21. They are NWO. New, 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 new. Yeah, they the feds. The NWO, they're the feds. Correction, 12. So um, they're the SS Army. They have no nothing better to do than to report people, document people, hire, fire, and all of that shit. So here's the thing with them. He's trying to play, well, it shouldn't matter. Well, it does matter. Have you not been to a thing? And it says right here, it was super weird being asked questions that had nothing to do with work from HR. I'm sorry. I didn't realize you all could uh, police us and our lives outside of work. Yeah, dude. <laughs> Another delusional male. Another delusional male. Yeah, they did a good sample. There, you guys have to understand some guys dating coaches, some guys will still be out here talking about, well, Emi Yudoka got screwed. Nope, not in today's culture. He didn't. He got what he got. TJ Holmes, he screwed himself and he screwed some other chicks when he was there too. And by the way, that woman just came out again saying that I thought I was special. There's a fourth woman that came out. I reported yesterday. She says, I thought I was special, but then she admitted that there was a sex culture in the office since the 2010s or all the way up until the 2010s, where women were getting promoted for having sex with the right people, right? This is how women be winning out here. They have to give up that center cut, and then they can get what they want. That's just how it works, right? That hurt. That's works with marriage, relationships, and jobs. So when they pass you up for a promotion, she probably dropped that net on the right person. More than likely, not always, more than likely. That's, what, that's how the game is played. But now, since that's the culture, you do have an obligation. You do have an obligation to yourself, meaning you got to protect yourself. Do not listen to people that say, "Man, don't listen to that man." Date women at your job, screw them. And you'll hear some dude with a job that's going absolutely nowhere saying that he screws all the women at his job. Okay, Mister Plant Assistant Manager. Okay, 
Mr. You're going nowhere, getting promoted. Me, Mr. You're never getting out of this warehouse. You can go sleep around with whoever you want, Mr. Job Guy. You ain't got no career to worry about. <laughs> okay. You know what I mean? Like, don't come and bring your little job over here where you guys uh, load pallets and drop <laughs> drop them forklift guy. You guys move pallets on your forklift all day talking about all the hoes you bang. All right. Mm. I'm going to just say this right now, Mr. Forklift guy. Shout out to everybody that drives a forklift. <laughs> Nobody cares what you do at your job. Okay. Nobody cares. <laughs> all right. Nobody cares, bro. Nobody cares. Like, you ain't never going past forklift. You know what I mean? You're going to have to get a whole new certification and a license. <laughs> All right, anyway, let me stop. Dude's going to get mad at me. All right, shout out to the blue-collar job workers out here. We don't want to shame you, but it was just an example. No job shaming here. <laughs> but look, we don't drive forklifts where we at. Like, we're literally moving up and around, you know what I mean, getting promoted. Anyway. All right, all right. Shout out, listen, the blue collar guy. Listen, I piss everybody off. Some people I piss off. I piss somebody off, at least five people off a day. Now, my brothers, my blue collar workers are pissed at me, but you know it's just jokes. It's just jokes. <laughs> Wait a minute. All right, we got. um. We're getting closer to the end here or the middle part. All right. What do we got here? We got, um, oh, we're not even there yet. Are we here yet? We are here. The streets are crazy. Okay. We, we got we got a new junior college. Are we here yet on the new junior college? Oh, man. Hey, man. This, this show was a PG family show. From this point on, you've been warned. It's about to get rated R in here, just so you know. It's about to get rated R. So, I just warned you, this show is about to get rated R. So here we go right here. Uh, what are we talking about? The streets are crazy out here. Everybody been in these streets? Are there any virgin male virgins in here? Any incels? All right, we about to tell you about the girls, man. You, we about to break y'all's little heart out here. All right, first story on this one. We got four little videos to share. It says Ontario lawyer facing discipline after filing a $229 million Dollar lawsuit against a sugar baby he was obsessed with. <laughs> Dude, it's getting bad out here. Shout out to Abby O'Brien. An Ontario lawyer. We read it. He filed it. To, what are we doing, guys? It's getting bad. $229 million lawsuit against his former sugar baby for alleged fraud. He had his case dismissed after the court found he became obsessed with the young woman while she attempted to end their arrangement. Uh-oh. Asmat Ramal Shah is now facing discipline, disciplinary proceedings by the Law Society of Ontario up in Canada to determine whether his actions constitute professional misconduct. Oh, man. Yeah, man. That's just... Yeah, that brother's starving. <laughs> says right here in 2016, Ramal Shah, age 30, met an 18-year-old University of Ottawa student on a dating site called Seeking Arrangements. Never heard of it. Never heard of it. But you can meet 18-year-olds there? All right, let me sign up. Yeah, that brother's starving. <laughs> when I tell you about these sites, when you if you go over there and simp, it's at your own peril. 
You cannot go over there and simp. Didn't I warn people of that when on the last locals? I warned you of this. If you choose to go to the dark side, you cannot be a simp. There's no simping over there. There's no getting in love. There's no hopeless romantics. Do not. I just said this. Do not go over there and simp. You got to go over there and be on your best. Like you got to literally have a, um, what do they call it? An abundance mindset when it comes to this. I just said this, but I there's simps that come over here, watch my show. They join my locals and they want to go over there. But coach, I thought, man, sit your punk ass down. <laughs> I thought, coach, I thought we had leverage and options over there. When I tell you, you still got to compete. But then you still need to have an abundance mindset. This dude's go over there and simp. What did he do? And it says right here, according to the court, the woman, the 18-year-old woman, has chosen to identify herself as KJ, agreed to keep um, the, the relationship virtually. She would listen to his stresses and provide him friendship, and he would assist her with expenses. You dumbass. Anyway. Dummy. Dummy. Guys, you guys don't understand how this shit is working out here. Dummies. Simps don't listen. <laughs> There's no discussion of a regular dating relationship at any time. KJ said in a sworn affidavit, y'all taking 304s to court, man. Y'all taking 304s to court. I cannot deal with this shit. <laughs> y'all taking this is sad, man. Dudes, we in, we in a bad spot. We in a bad spot. As much as we want to call women delusional, we got some damn nerve. There's some dudes out here in bad shape. Talk about virtual relationship. Oh, my. Y'all taking host to court. Hey, the whole point of dealing with 304s is so that you don't get the law involved. You guys missed these parts of my streams over on Locals. Like, that's part of the thing, that the law never can get involved. <laughs> like, <laughs> Like, even if it doesn't work out for her, she can't be going to the police like, well, he gave me 400 bucks the last eight weeks, but I need more. Well, actually, you don't get more. You were 304. But guys are out here, man. This is just terrible. Yeah, that brother's starving. <laughs> he could have got a therapist for cheaper than this shit. Here's, it says right here, we agreed upon an arrangement where I would not seek other sugar daddies. <laughs> Oh my God! Oh, he got into an he got into an exclusive relationship with a sugar baby. <sighs> he decided to send me gifts in exchange for extensive conversations and photographs. However, the January decision detailed that the guy soon claimed he was in love with KJ. Sucka ninjas. He would often talk about his future and the future he would like to have with me. KJ said. I would entertain his fantasies as it was what he wanted out of the arrangement. And she stated in her account, she saw no red flags during the first year of the arrangement. And after meeting him in person for the first time and only time, she claimed he started to push her boundaries nearly five years after the first, uh, wait, after the two first connected, R Ramal filed a uh, $220 million uh, lawsuit. 340 paragraph lawsuit against KJ and her family claiming she had deceived him and defrauded him of the money. Let me see here. 
Oh my gosh, this is this is it. And then the judge threw it out, says what? It's an abuse of process. Guys, he said, don't bring that whole shit out here. Legal experts and advocates say the lawsuit is emblematic of an attitude of entitlement over sugar babies, escorts, and sex workers' time and the dangers they face when attempting to draw professional boundaries. Yeah, you're dealing with a pro now, guys. You're dealing with a poor pro. He called her a whore, and man, I tell you, dude, you guys are bad. This is these sound like some dating coaches shit right here. This is terrible. Hey, give him an L. Give him an L. Guys holding L's out here. We don't just show the female L's. We show you what you're doing out here. There's a whole bunch of stuff here. Says he was uh he used fake social media accounts to stalk her and stalk her, her friends, her family, her mother's professional colleague, and the mother's professional clients. And new boyfriend. Wow. Wow. Let's get to the next one. Oh, another dude holding the L. Uh, this guy, I don't, you know, it might be a skit. This guy won $50 in scratch off lotteries. And now um, that he's gonna tell you, he's gonna tell you what he wants after he won his 50. There he is right there. All right. Old player player. This guy's gonna tell you what he wants to buy. With this $50 winnings. Let's go ahead and play it. Let me see if I can get the volume up. Right now, here we go. Oh! You want $50. What you going to do with your $50? Get me a gold digging wall. Come on now. Get me a gold digging wall. <laughs> Get me a gold digging woman. Ninjas got peace leave on the brain. <laughs> My man said, Cole, you got $50. Gold digging woman, sir? Uh, I think not. You're not going to do nothing with that 50 bucks. You're going to need a whole stack. Even Uncle Earl knows $50 ain't going to cut it. Shout out to the great Uncle Earl. He'll tell you with this. Here comes the bankroll. Because this would make it all happen right there. That's what make it happen. This would make it happen. If a man want to know how to meet a nice woman, how he meet her? With this. <laughs> yeah, you gonna need you gonna need that to meet a good woman. Fifty dollars a scratch off ticket ain't gonna get you a gold digging woman. All right, shout out to my man right here. Right now, here we go. Oh! You want fifty dollars? What you gonna do with your fifty dollars? Get me a gold digging one. Come on now. Get me a gold digging one. <laughs> hey, shout out the pops, man. We bad out here. Yeah, that brother's starving. We 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 down bad out here. We down bad. But hey, he just joking. It's just a skit. I'm sure it's just a skit, right? So, uh, you know, we got to get our we got to get our situation now. OK, this this show has been rated R. I've been looking for this clip. I've seen this clip years ago. I've been looking for this clip forever. Guys, cover your eyes. Hide your children. Hide your prude wife. Hide your wife that wants to watch the show with you watching what you sniggling at. This clip is going to put a lot of things in perspective for you. OK, hide it. There's no nudity in the clip. 
It's just one of these things that is something that you will see and you will never be able to unsee. You'll never be able to unsee it. Oh, the humanity. It's a skit, by the way. Just so you know, this is a skit just to protect myself. This woman right here is for these streets, and a lot of women be doing stuff like this. It's barbecue in there. From here, I'm not going to play the rest of the clip. <laughs> but let's just show a zoom in at what's happening here, ladies and gentlemen. Let's just zoom in. <laughs> let's just zoom in. Wait a minute. Oh, the humanity. Let's just zoom in. <laughs> Somebody said, man, that's fake. Wait a minute. It's a skit. Your rent's due, motherfucker. It's a skit. But Frederick Douglass out here can still get them balls deep. This is a skit, y'all. This is not real because if it was real, we could not show it here. But let me just tell you. Stuff is being done out here that you're just not aware of. The streets is deep out here. In these streets. People are in a bind out here. I'm in a bind, Nate. And Nate can get them draws, y'all. Pawpaw can still get it out here. That's going to be me, y'all, with my cane. <laughs> he said, drop that link. You got to be on locals.com. CoachGregAdams.locals.com. Now, this woman here is in her mid-30s. Somebody said five years. Come on, man. But I, I, I know, I know I'll never be out of women. You're never going to run out as long as you got a little bit of money. I'm just telling you. I got money. <laughs> as long as you got a little bit of money, you'll never be out. You don't have to marry somebody. You don't have to take, you know, you can hire a Filipino nurse. You're never going to run out as long as you got a couple of dollars. Uncle, Uncle Earl has told us this right here. Here comes the bankroll. This is what make it all happen right there. That's what make it happen. This is what make it happen. If a man want to know how to meet a nice woman, how you meet her? With this. <laughs> now, let me just say something right here. I'm going to drop that off the screen. Now, let me just show you. I'm going to just show you, as a matter of fact, he getting his. He's still hit, right? Let me show you what dating coaches are going to look like. Because dating coaches are like, man, you teaching you teaching these dudes how to trick. You need to teach them. You need to teach them how to run some game, coach. You will never be out of women if you run some game. Let's show you what dating coaches turn into at the same age as that man. We're gonna show you what dating coaches look like. They're still gonna be saying game manners. Let's show you what dating coaches look and sound like, trying to get peace leave when they're in their 60s, 70s, and 80s. I'm a horny old man. I'm 61 years old. And you have some big motherfucking titties. See? See the difference? The difference is the game come about that money. I got money. <laughs> so you know what I mean? Game dudes be broke. It don't be matter about the money. It's about that mouthpiece. We going mold one like it's 2004. All right, we going to tell them. We just tell them. I'm a horny old man. I'm 61 years old, 
and you have some big motherfucking titties. Yeah, I'm a horny. Starving. Yeah, yeah, man. <laughs> he got he got jaundice. His got liver disease. His liver doesn't stop working. He's still out here. My mouthpiece. <laughs> All right, buy a makeup. Yeah, that brother's starving. Oh man, <laughs> this is terrible. Or you could be like my brother right here, old Frederick Douglass. All right, getting him a young. I mean, listen, she's young for Frederick Douglass. All right, she didn't even take her bonnet off. She's like, I ain't even taking my bonnet off. Come on, I need them Beyonce tickets. I need them Beyonce tickets. Fiance gonna be out here. Give me them fiance tickets. All right, my man said, let's go on and handle that for you. You def oh, you in the bind, baby. I know how to take care of that. I know how to take care of that. <laughs> All right. Where's my guy? Um, my guy, the catfish nugget guy. There's a funny skit about that as well. Let me see something here. Let me see if I saved it. I should have been able to save it on my thing here. Let me go back. Cause he was like, oh baby, I don't know how we go. I'll be able to take care of that, baby. Let me see if I can find it. I, I should have saved it. I don't think I saved it. If I didn't, I'm gonna have to find it. All right, yeah, I don't I don't think I saved it. Oh, you sure about that, baby? I don't know. Uncle, Uncle, oh, I could take care of that, baby. Will's baby able to take care of you? All right. Oh man, I can't find it. All right, let me see. This is reprehensible. No, nah, man, I deleted it. Deleted it, deleted it, deleted it, but we'll find it at some of these days. Anyway, oh, I do got two more to share here. Uh, oh, we're going to welcome our newest freshman, a Joe Biden-approved freshman at the junior college. Are you a freshman at the university? No, no. <laughs> you look like no. a freshman. <laughs> well, thank you. Now, okay, Joe Biden-approved. We're going to go ahead and show you. Uh, that uh, there's women out here that are priding themselves for hitting these streets, man. Hey, man. In these streets. Protect your people, man. Protect your women. Protect your women out here. Let's go to the show here. Remember, this video's on YouTube. I told you it was rated R, but they showed it on YouTube. Do not get mad at my video. Here we go. Armani. Armani from Texas, age 19, decided. In these streets. Is the best pattern for her. Shout out to Street Voices YouTube channel. Fair use. How old are you, Armani? I'm 19. 19, y'all. Underage 19. Underage 19. And she said, you know what? In these streets. Let's get on out in these streets. Hey, man, don't get mad at me. These people, sex work is real work, as far as we know. You're 19. Yes. And you just got to L.A., right? Yeah. Two months ago. What was your what was the sole purpose of you coming down to LA? The money. She want that money. I got money. <laughs> what did I tell you? And the reason why I show this, I'm not pushing this. I told you in the book, and I'm not feeling sorry for people, man. I wrote the book The Evolution specifically to point this out. I pointed this out long time ago. This will be the face of the modern woman. Now we don't have all women doing it, but some women be doing it in and out. We call it the spectrum. Some women try. Some women don't try. Some men think about it. Some women don't do it. Some women don't do it. And no women that are doing it. This is going to be the way dating is going. It's going to be hard. It's going to be hard out here, guys. The money. Mm -hmm. How much money? The bag? Of course. 
<laughs> a bag. Yeah. What what kind of bag we talking about? Gotta get my bag and run. <laughs> she dropping next for six, 60 bucks. You ain't getting no bag. Okay. And um, what's the difference between California and, and Texas? Ah, well, I haven't done business out there in Texas. Like, She's healthy, man. Straight out here. This no, person this is a healthy person. Okay. So, so when you when you came out to LA, it was strictly for sex work, nothing else. Yes. Okay. Uh, what are your rates out here? What are you charging? One twenty for full service and eighty for head. Wow, man, this is bad. Look, man, y'all better protect your kid. <laughs> protect your kid, y'all. Hey, put fathers in your daughter's lives, man. Put fathers in your daughter's lives. This bud doing a one twenty for full service from somebody fresh. I guarantee you, she has children already. Not only that. She'd been already in these streets before she hit 19. She'd been having sex since she was 14, more than likely. All right, 120 for fools. Oh, the humanity. What? Oh, my God. Dude, y'all going on dates still? This is crazy. It's crazy, man. I'm a look, man. And people are going to say, oh, I feel sad for her. Don't feel sad. Everybody knows the game. Everybody knows the game. It is what it is. We got feminism on one side, and feminism promotes transism and sex work and fetish and all this stuff. Then they want to shame you for dating 19-year-olds. I don't know what to tell you. She's out here servicing a variety of men. What do we want to do? I can't feel sorry for people, man. As they say, they don't want to be saved. Willie D told y'all, all right? J. Cole told y'all. Project Pat told y'all. Do not feel sorry for them. They're what they want to, that's, this is what they want to do. This is a choice. There's only volunteers, not victims. Uh, what about uh, what, what kind of safety precautions do you take? Um, always do like doggy style if it's in the car. Uh, keep up with my significant other, like let him know if I'm safe and stuff, like the shit like that. So man, look, dude, and and the whole thing about these girls or children, you can't you can't use that as a support argument out here. They're doing adult mature things. I mean, and what do you want to do? So they're choosing this lifestyle. They're saying what it is. They're they're showing where their value is. Many of them have don't have any other option. Many of them can make more money doing this than they can be a waitress at um at um the Golden Corral. I looked at it as I have an ATM between my legs and I just I'm just using it. All I got to do is put my card in and that's it and put the pin number and boom, money just comes right out. It's a world that I predicted. This is why I showed this. Everybody's like, you're just showing this. I showed this because I wrote the book, The Evolution, and I went and said, women are going to not have much choice now. The corporate, look, we got layoffs going over crazy. We got the highest rate of unemployment filings last week than anticipated. We have every tech company and every soft job that feminists prided themselves on laying off like crazy. We got older women doing OnlyFans. We got older women selling feet pictures. We got young women underage selling feet pictures. It's out of control. Inflation. We got people dropping neck. We got people getting evicted. Rent due, specifically black women. Your rent's due, motherfucker. I predicted. Yes, I predicted. Yes, thank you. I predicted all of this in the evolution. This is where we're going. And it ain't coming back, guys. It's not coming back. What's the likelihood that you'll mess with a woman in probably 10 years? That has done something like this. And you meet her. You meet her at 32. 19 from 32. That's a significant time. I mean, we're talking about a, 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 over a decade. 11 to 12 years. The person, you know, grows out of that. Oh, I did some dumb things. She, she turns into Joe Biden. I've done some dumb things. 
and I'll do dumb things again. Then you don't realize it. And now she has a history that you actually, actually are dealing with, right? All right, let me see. Was that the last one for this one? Oh, no. Uh, what do you think? Uh, let me see here. I think that was the last one. Yes, that was the last one for that one. Let me check Super Chats and all of that. I think I owe some people some Venmo. He says, uh, Macaroni Tony, Coach, you ain't lying, man. I had to sneak out to listen to you in my car during the Thanksgiving holiday show. He says, I was not trying to argue with the women in my family. Oh, they would have been on you. All right, they would have been on you. Shout out to Andre. He says, what do you think about age gap relationships? Currently dating someone who is a 22-year-old, Kaylee, and I'm 37. I have a rotation, but she is okay with the arrangement because she's getting throttled while you're out there throttling people. I am wondering how to handle others judging us when we are in public. But, oh, man, dude, let me tell you something, man. Forget all about all that shit, man. <laughs> Although I will say that I'm in places where the things that you might be in a place where people judge that, but I'm in, you know, between Southern California and L.A., people are a little bit more loosey-goosey about these type of things. You know, I'm an older gentleman, gray hair, uh, gray beard. Obviously, people can see I'm probably older 40, but then, you know, I kind of look young in the face-ish. So people can't really tell. Now, I've been out in public <laughs> with some younger women, all legal age. Nobody ain't said shit. I mean, people look, but nobody looks like, what is that? that's disgusting. Nobody does that. People look. You know what I mean? Like, it is what it is. But I never, never, ever worry about that. I mean, I've been out with the, this, the youngest legally you can go, and I've been out with some old-ass turkey neck broads. They, I probably get more curious looks when I'm out with an older woman. Let's just make that. Let's just make that clear. When I'm out with older women, I get more curious people looking like <laughs> than I do with younger women. So I, don't, I never worry about that. Nobody's ever just ran up on me. What are you doing with this young ass woman? <laughs> right? Nobody's ever done that. So, <laughs> right. So that's what I, I never worry about people judging me. Who can judge me? Who can judge me out here? Most, most older dudes be looking at me like, oh my goodness. I'm like, yeah, where'd you meet her? Let me see here. Where we at here? Did I get, uh, oh, I did get you over there. I did get you. That's you. Uh, PayPal bugging out. You know what? When they see me with older women over age 45, they be like this. They be like. Yeah, that brother's starving. <laughs> I, that's what I think. I think more people are judging me when I'm with older women. When I say older, that means older over 38. Just so you guys know, if you wanted a point, frame of reference, if I'm with a woman over 38, I think I get more judgment than I do with younger women. Yep. <laughs> they be looking like what is this ninja they like oh, i know what you're here for all right kevin says what's up coach working on my shopify store and almost closed it or close to launching it i do need some advice for my youtube channel so i'll definitely schedule a coaching call keep doing what you're doing for men thank you man thank you thank you thank you Sometimes dudes get caught up. You know what I mean? Like if you're messing with older chicks, you get caught up outside with one. You get caught up outside. You're like, all right, damn. All right, I got to meet the broad in public somewhere. You know what I mean? You tried to hold I'll meet you at your apartment. She was like, I would like to meet out in public just to feel secure. You're like, shit, okay, damn. You find the coffee shop all the way on the other side of town, tucked away in the back with no traffic, all the way at the end of the strip mall, 
and then you sit all the way in the back by the restroom. You'd be like, <laughs> she walk in. All right, here we go. Meet me at nine o'clock right before it close up. You got a big ass hat on, sunglasses and shit. You sitting in the back with the coffee cup covering your face. <laughs> she walk in hi how are you she come in you want she she wants you to stand up you give her a hug you stand up give her a big ass hug you sit down with your coffee yeah how you doing what's your name karen oh hi karen yeah good to meet you <laughs> all right you ready to go yeah let's go to back to my place follow me yeah you pull up now when you get to my apartment park all the way down there around the corner and then as soon as you get to the crib, you run in your house. You don't walk. You don't walk to your house together. You be sitting there like run into your house. Wait for her to hit the doorbell. Don't ring the doorbell. Don't knock. You open the door. Let her ass in. Get in real quick. Cocoon. Did <laughs> you can relax. Take off your mask, your hat, your sunglasses. <laughs> hurry up. Hurry up. When she leaves, she'd be like, I had a great time. I had a wonderful time. Be like, shh. Turn your lights off and cut your stereo down when you leave. Don't go, don't let nobody see you. Shut up. Shut up. <laughs> she walk she walk out, she forget her wallet. Hey, hey, Greg, open the door. I forgot something upstairs. You open it, you looking at the window? Shit, yo. Go around that way and they come in. Shut the fuck up. Shut up. Shit. Kaka! <laughs> Kaka! She walking, she wears some long ass, clonging ass heels. Clomp, 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 walking out the store. All the neighbors turn their light on, looking outside, looking at that fat mastodon walking down the street that you didn't bang. You like, oh man, damn. Shut, shut up. Hey man, cut your lights off when you drive down the street. <laughs> yep, her alarm going off. You'd be like, cut your alarm off. What the hell are you doing? Like you outside, like, cut that shit off. I'm trying. I'm trying to cut it off, Greg. No, oh, Greg. Don't stop calling my name. <laughs> oh man, you like, damn, all for me to bust a nut. What I go through to be with an old big woman. Also, I can bust. Man, she got you all tensed and stressed out. You need a massage. You like <sighs> dealing with these women, man. They keep your ass. <laughs> right, anyway, Chairman Mo. After seeing the story of that old woman on OnlyFans, I realized that we don't need an asteroid. We really need Darth Vader to come in with the superstar destroyer, the ex executor. And to do a base Delta Zero on us. If you're a Star Wars fan, you will understand. Give us the buzzer. Man, shout out to the buzzer right there. Wow. We game over, man. We need to adapt. Game over. Now, when the young Slimmies come by, young Slimmies be, they, young Slimmies come by, you want your whole neighborhood to see. You be like, ooh, I got a fine piece of calico coming through. You, you, you got her coming through right before sundown. All right, so that the sun gleaming right on her when she walk up to your spot. You waiting for the neighbors. You hoping the kids are outside. The wives are watering the lawn. You hoping that the kids ride their bike. The dads are getting home from work with their lunch pail. You just waiting for them to be outside so they can see the young Slimmy. But what? She tiptoeing around there. She tiptoeing. 
She tiptoeing. She don't even make a peep. She pull up in her car. The muffler ain't dragging. She don't. She turned the stereo down. She come in. Creep, 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 creep. The tenderoni come in. She sneak in. You looking outside. You got the door open. You like, ain't nobody seeing this shit. She come out. The, she get out her car and she goes. She comes right in. She skedaddles in the house. You like, slow down, baby. You walking arm in arm trying to show her around. Ain't nobody outside. Everybody in the house. Everybody went to sleep early. Everybody out to dinner. She creep in there like a cat. You trying to clap her cheeks. You got the damn, you got the damn shades open, the mini blinds up, the window open. You trying to do it, and she just going, ouchie, ouchie. She ain't saying nothing. <laughs> she ain't screaming. She ain't doing nothing. Yep. Soon as it's time to leave, she just stab, she just gets that skedad right to the car. You be like, hey, slow down, baby. Uh, I'll walk you to your car. <laughs> Nobody sees your ass with that girl. Nobody. Everybody sleep. Drunk. She ain't calling your name. Nothing. She jumped right over the wall, back wall, out the patio door. <laughs> You're like, what the what, man? Yo, I'm trying to show these people I got game. Ain't nobody going to see me with the young tender. Only when the mastodons. All right. She got her slides on. She just right outside the door. <laughs> It's like a damn shame, man. But that's how it works. When you with when you with the baddies, nobody see you. When you with the Macedons, everybody looking at you. Mike D, back in the building. What's happening, coach? Gang, dropping off some tuition. And thank you for all you do. You nailed it on the head to check your health. My doctor informed my uh, informed me of my results of my blood work, and my PSA levels are back to normal after eight months of lifestyle changes. We were concerned that I might have prostate cancer, man. He says, I eat right, exercise regularly, and my doctor still found an issue. Take care of your health so you can stay top free agent. Cheers out here. All right, yeah, we got to get them, man. We got to get them out here. Get our health in order. All right, get our health in order. And we do have a sponsorship. Uh, let's see here. Don't want to make this too long. We got brother sponsoring the day show. All right, Trees O'Neill says, Coach, the show your teeth sound clip kills me every time. He says, thank you for the daily laughs. Free agent lifestyle for life. You can thank Ice Cube for that. Abel returns to eating. Hey, coach, it is depressing that an OnlyFans mother pays for her son's college, and I grew up in the two-parent household, married for 41 years, and all I got was a handshake and a ride to the recruiter's office. Bye-bye. It's tough out here. Hoes be out here getting that money. Somebody said the private investigator be watching you salty as hell. Yeah, man. People think I'm joking out here. It's it's wild at the junior college. Derek Choice, that song Acting Up by Meek Mill came out in 2012, and it's more relevant than ever. All right. Never, never heard that song, but it is what it is. Three more. Sligo is a sauce. Sponsors. He double sponsors. I'm rich, he says the only reason that 55-year-old can do this is because only about 10% of previous generations did that type of work. The Gen Z women are damn near close to 50%. They are going to absolutely normalize and flood the market over the course of the next five to 10 years. And you heard it here first. He also says once this became normalized, prices are going to plunge. A friend of mine was talking to a 24-year-old the other day that was dead tired of working her waitress job. They are burning out fast and grabbing the easy money 10 toes up. Yeah, they don't see it. Y'all don't think it's true, though. 
Y'all don't think it's true until you've been on the dark side. Rob Marine, did you speak of the South Carolina dude who stabbed, who got stabbed in Puerto Rico, right in San Juan, someplace the ninja was killed. Wait, someplace the ninja was the killed and burned last year. Oh, he was killed and burned last year. And he said, and they told him to stop recording drug neighborhoods, same as Chile. So watch where you're going. Again, travel. Don't be walking around video cameras. Make sure you only do it in the really tight tourist areas. If you go outside of that and you start videoing, you don't know how things work. So I didn't hear that story, but thanks for sharing it. And we want men to protect themselves at all costs. All right. Do you guys think this is fair or foul? There's a woman. I don't know how she did it. I want to know how she did it. But her dad had a child support balance in which we know the child support is the child's money. It is not the baby mama terrorist money. So it appears that this father had a child support balance and his daughter possibly was alienated against him. But as the daughter became an adult, she somehow cleared his balance. Let's go ahead and see if we can figure out what's going on here. Do you think this is fair or foul? There's the daddy. All right, get him daddy out here. Get him daddy. This is an interesting one. <laughs> Don't cry, Diddy. It's okay. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> All right. This is interesting. So this is interesting. This 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 is akin to winning the lottery here. Do you think this is fair or foul? I'm probably going to guess. They don't have a backstory on it. They don't have a backstory. But this, when men are on child support by the baby mama terrorist and alienated from the child, the mom will use the child support as a way to financially constrict, control the father. And this father probably hasn't had a driver's license, couldn't get a job, passport messed up. And he somehow probably reconciled with the adult he reconciled with the adult daughter who was subject of the child support. But technically, technically, it's the child's money. And from what I'm understanding, she probably went to child support and said, we don't I don't want the money. Or potentially she used her OnlyFans money to clear the debt or cleared the debt with money that she made. Now, there's a whole bunch to unpack here. He potentially. Maybe he's a deadbeat. Maybe he wasn't. Maybe they draw. Maybe um, maybe he just could not keep up with the arrearages, which most people can't keep up with the uh, child support payments. And they get in this situation here. And he's just been freed. He's just been freed by the daughter, either quit claiming the the rights to the asset, the rights to the money, saying that it's my money. I'm entitled to say what happens to it and clearing the debt. Or paying off the debt. Somebody says he looked like a pookie. So this is what's going on here. And I know I, I'm I'm conflicted by this one because it's somewhat sad, but I understand how men can get put in a financial bind, even until the child is an adult. Right? The child the child becomes an adult. The woman's in her 30s and he still owes child support. And the woman won't drop the case. And the child, the female child, or whoever the child is, harbors negative feelings against the dad, and they won't drop the case. 
interesting, right? This is an interesting one. Go ahead and watch it again. You see the guy is emotional. People are calling him, him a pookie because he has braids and a white shirt. He looks like he just got out of a halfway house. But let's play it. <laughs> no credit it's okay <laughs> and this is i this is sad i think it's sad thank you oh man i think it's oh, I, think, I think it's sad but not in the way you might think it's sad that it has come to this it's sad that it had to come to this hold on for a second i'm gonna put up a poll do you think a daughter paying child support daughter paying child support CS was fair or foul. I know it's um the way I'm gonna the way I'm gonna phrase the question is not the best way, but I don't have time to put a whole complete ass thought into the poll. All right, so I posted it over on. He says, Did he did he get a job? See, those are the things I don't know. He might have a job. Even with a job, it's hard to keep up with the payments, right? So sometimes even if it's hard to get a job, even with the payments. So he might have had a job. That that stuff I don't know. See, that's the that's what we don't know. That is the uh, stuff that we can't figure out. Is he a forever pookie? Did he go to prison? We don't know. Somebody said this is good. Stop hating again. We. I hope you're not talking to me. You ain't talking to me. You talking to me? Ain't nobody hating unless you're talking to me. Fucking talking to me. I put I put you with feet in the cement blocks and throw you over the river. What over it? He ain't talking to me. I mean, for him, it's a W. For a lot of people, they're going to be like, oh, he's a deadbeat. But as we know, he probably was not a deadbeat. He probably was financially constricted by these child support payments made by and processed by the baby mama terrorist. Dudes are in here saying I'm hating. God damn. I can't believe these sipping ass ninjas in here talking about I'm hating. And you in all caps. So I'm going to give you a warning. Do not all caps me and yell at me. You suck a ninja. All right. So I'm going to put your ass in timeout. It's a sad situation. As I said, it's sad. It's a sad situation all around. The entire situation is sad. Now, is it sad for the man? Yes, it's sad for the man. Is it sad for the daughter? It's sad for the daughter. Is it sad for the system? It's sad for the system. It's sad as hell. But you ninjas in here talking about I'm hating. You some sorry sucker, sucker ass simps in here. It's a good thing, but it's sad that all around that that is how the system is working for men. It's sad. There ain't nothing to be happy about this situation other than the fact that the debt, the debt has been zeroed out. That doesn't mean it's a happy occasion. It's sad. It's sad all around. Everything about it is sad. Okay? Everything around it. Now, we are missing context, but come on, man. This shit is sad for everybody involved. <laughs> Extremely sad that it comes to this. I mean, it's sad that the mother uh, hampered him for all these years, and it took the daughter to step in with some logic and zero out the debt. It's sad that a daughter would have to zero out a debt for a father. It's sad that a woman who, who has a child by a man would rather see that man losing and put him in financial constraints, and the daughter comes in and pays off the debt. It's sad. That's sad as F for everybody. All right. That's completely 
reprehensible. It's sad that black women put black men in that position. And it's not exclusively black men, but more just by just per capita. Black women put more black men on child support and then claim that they working together. It's sad. That's sad as fuck, man. It's sad that that man's crying in front of his daughter. That's sad. It's, it's sad that a man has to have his daughter bail him out. The humiliation of it and the joy of it, but the humiliation overrides the joy. The humiliation overrides the joy. The dude is humiliated. That's why he's crying, too. He's humiliated. Yeah, he's demoralized because he's thinking, damn, I got the dead zeroed out, but damn. It took my daughter to do it. That's sad. Dude, that ain't no damn happy occasion. This is fucking sad. It's fucking sad. I don't give a damn of what you simps talking about. It's fair, but it's sad as hell. That's sad as fuck, man. And you know who does this? Your own damn people. You know who does this? Your own damn kind. Your own skin folk. You know who does this? The women that say they behind you and supporting you. You know who does this? You know who does this? The women you sleeping with. Sad. Sad as fuck, man. Sad as hell. I'm, I'm happy that the dude did it, but let me tell you something. If my daughter had to do some shit like that for me, that would be great, but it would be humiliating as well. Humiliating. The guy is crying because he's humiliated. He's happy that it's at zero, and he happy he's happy it's over, and he's probably been terrorized for the last 15 years. 15 years? He probably been terrorized by his baby mother for 15 years. Now, the context is, I don't know who this man is. He probably has been terrorized unfairly, threatened with jail, cut off restricted license, could not travel, and his daughter has to come save him. Wow. His daughter has to have the presence of mind to put his her father over the father and the mother. It's sad for black people all around the world that a daughter has to come rescue two toxic people, potentially one toxic person. The daughter has to have the presence of mind to help the situation out. That's sad. That ain't no damn happy. That's sad, but I'm happy for the gentleman there. Sad. Somebody said he was back 30K. Oh, shit. He probably do. This probably, he probably could not get a job. <laughs> this is sad as fuck. But um, listen, man, if, if I'm down that bad in life, which a lot of us were, you know, and my daughter came to my rescue, that would be great. That would be great. I'm glad that, that she that she had that realization. But men, we got to do better for ourselves. We do got to be better for ourselves. We cannot be letting these straggle daggles and we cannot be letting our kids save us. This is not blue chip mindset. Many parents and I'm and one included want to see these other spouse lose so bad that they kill the future of the kid. I want you to think about this. I want you to think about this. If the daughter had to pay down $30,000 of her own money, is that a win or a loss for the daughter? That's a L. I hope this woman had a lot of money. But we just ruined three generations because the daughter had to come save the father financially. She, she could have put that into her marriage, her investments, her 401k, her kids, Whatever, she could have built something of herself with that 30K. Instead, she had to go repair the baby mama terrorist's dastardly deeds back into the father because he was not able to get 
on his feet. What? This is sad. This is sad all around. It's sad, but this is sad conversation. The only happy thing about it is that the man doesn't have child support. But we're going to put that and prioritize that over the entire picture. Sad. It's sad. Sad, sad, sad. Sad. She could have paid her college tuition for her children. And the baby mama terrorist could have dropped the case and did not. But we do need more context. Sad, sad, sad. Anyway. Yeah. Look, 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 look. As a man, as a man. Somebody said, uh, I don't agree with that. Uh, the period woman, she spent money on garbage. She could have spent money on garbage. And she spent it on something worthwhile to her and freeing the dad of building a relationship with him. Great. <laughs> Listen, I think it's great. I think that's great. But you know what's great about it? It's fucking sad. <laughs> that's fucking sad. That's sad, bro. It's so great, it's sad. I'm happy for the guy. She freed him. But it's sad that we got to find that shit. We got to find that shit like, oh, that, that's great. She could have she bought a Louis bag. She freed her father from bondage. That's fucking sad. Great for him. Great for her. It should, yeah. Look, Noel, even though you put all caps, it shouldn't even got to that situation. It's sad. I find it depressing. I find it reprehensible. I think the woman should be punished. The mother should be punished. That's how bad I am. I'm, that's how mad I am about this shit. I'm like, what? All right, let's get into this, man. The baby mama terror is sad. Just imagine how miserable she is in life right now, knowing that the daughter freed him. And I'm sure she's going to cut. Here's another sad thing. She's going to cut the relationship off with her daughter because she freed the father. How healthy is this? How healthy is that? Now the baby mama terrorist is going to be mad at the daughter. That's a win. You guys that support uh, completing the black community, you guys are so ass backwards. I don't even know what to tell you. I don't even know what to tell you. You guys are going to celebrate this shit. You guys are the most ass backwards people I've ever met. This is how you repair the black community bullshit. This is you guys. Look, man, I'm telling you, man, do not get me started. Do not get me started on the black community. This, this is what you're celebrating. You guys are celebrating not even mediocrity. You guys celebrate death and degradation. This is the dude. You guys do everything ass backwards. I swear to God. Mm. I can't stand it, man. I can't stand this shit. You're getting nowhere in life. You'll ever no, never catch up to anybody. You can't even catch up to the Latinos. The community is done. Coach, you should be happy. What? <laughs> All I see is death, despair, degradation when I got to have a daughter save a father. Mm. And then we're going to big up it. Good for her. She could have had her whole future ahead of her. Shouldn't even ever got there. All right, let me stop. <laughs> oh, man, this is sad. Dude, we live in a sad times. We live in sad times. R.I.P. to the community. Here they go right now. They mad. <laughs> the brothers right here. This is the this is the pro blacks listening to me. You sit there all there on child support, hoping your dude, you're hoping your daughter gets you off child support. Jesus. Mm. Done. 
Hey, nail in the coffin. <laughs> Let's get to the main event. Why don't we? Why don't we? Let's bring some happiness back. Let's bring some happiness back. All right, here we go. This right here is the one reason why modern women will be single forever. And here's the thing right here. So you wouldn't help accept help from your daughter. I wouldn't accept help from my daughter, no. No. You're going to let your daughter dig you out of jail? No. It's, it's, no. <laughs> Guys, let's, look, look, look. Let's do an exercise first. Guys, we're going to do an exercise. We really need to do this. I want you to put your hand up like this, like this. Do like John Cena. Everybody, all men do like this. Put your hand up right here. Make sure, make sure your fingers are pointed up. Make sure your fingers are pointed up. Everybody do this right now. I swear to God, man, look, I want you to do this right now. Everybody put your hand up. Now, turn it upside down like this. Turn it upside down. Everybody stand up. Men, you guys have lost your way. Put your hands right between your legs, right here, right there, and cuff your balls. If you missed it, I'll do it again. Fingers up. Turn that son of a bitch upside down. Stand up. Reach between your legs. And cuff your balls. Your daughter don't have none. I'm tired of you suck-ass ninjas out here. And it ain't just the black men. I'm talking about men in general. Talking about my daughter going to help me. Man, if you don't cuff your damn balls. <laughs> you guys forget you're men. What the hell are we doing? That ain't our job. Wait for our daughter to rescue us. <laughs> We're men. What are you doing? The fuck are we doing out here? You guys done forgot. You got the swinging Johnson. You got the meat between your legs. Pause. They ain't got nothing. They need us. They need all the help from us. They're nothing without us. I'm tired of tiptoeing around you to make you feel good. But guys, if you're going to have a, a piece of peace leave between your legs, go on and have it and stop watching my show. You men are lost. You forgot your way. And everybody wants you to not watch this shit. They done tried everything. They didn't arrest it. Andrew Tate. But I'm tired of this shit. You guys act out. My daughter saved me. Some puss ninjas out here. Puss ninjas. I'm tired of it. You got my blood boiling. This some straight bitch ninjas mitches out here. This straight mitching. What am I going to thank me? You know, this should be happy. It should be a good time to mitches. <laughs> mitches out here. You won't do nothing for yourself. No, next topic. Get your, look, I, I'm going to do what I want to do. 
Get your ass off my show. You can stop watching. I don't care. I'm tired of you, Mitches. Tired. Because you want me, you want me to always be patting your ass on the back and just talking about the women. This is getting ridiculous. There's a manosphere, but it's the Mitchosphere at this particular point. We can't just be talking about women all the time. And then my daughter come rescue me with her OnlyFans money. Mm. <laughs> Mitches, look, my number's going down because Mitches are in the manosphere. Kevin Samuels was a great thing, but he invited too many damn Mitches in here. Thinking you know the red pill and you Mitches. I just don't know what to tell you. I'm tired of it. <laughs> don't want to do stuff. Don't want to do nothing. First of all, you don't want to pay for women on dates. Then you want your daughter to rescue you. What are we doing out here? What are we doing? What's the purpose? Look at Mitch is running off the stream. Who cares? Then you on seeking, falling in love. Then you win $50 in lottery, going to the street. You supporting OnlyFans content. Mitch's fear. Look at them. Look at them leaving crazy. They, they running off the stream. Hey, I want to get rid of all the Mitches that follow me. Go ahead and unsubscribe while you're at it. <laughs> Go ahead and unsubscribe. We don't need you guys no more. We don't need you guys. This manosphere, it, the real manosphere is, is a small group. Small group. Everybody else in here, Mitches. Run. Bye. Bye. Unsubscribe. We don't need you. You ain't never sent a super chat anyway. Bye-bye. Get out of here. Go back. Go back with your fat woman. Go back with your hand-packed husband. Get out of here. Go back on your child support. Coach, oh, my God, a child support case. What do I do? You ain't never scheduled a coaching call, nothing. Get out. Get out. We we officially kicking Mitch's out. We don't need y'all no more. You guys, I'm going to free Andrew Tate. Get your Mitch ass out of here. Get out. Get out. Get out. Go back and watch somebody else that's going to pat your asses on the back. You guys literally trying to get in here saving. You want your daughters to save you. We're gone. The world's gone, man. Start it over. Hey, send the asteroid. Send the asteroid. <laughs> Where are we at? Send it. Y'all want me to pat you on the back waiting for my daughter to save me. I can't take it. Man, we need a reset. We need a reset. You could not live with your own failure. Where did that bring you? Back to me. We need a membership now. We need a membership. Let's get to this point. Y'all people will need to go back and watch Disney movies if you want. You guys are the ones that want women to cook and clean. And then you got the nerve to me saying, whoa, 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 your daughter to save me? Oh, my God. Really? I don't even know what to tell you. I'm, I'm more disappointed. I can't even be. I'm disappointed in men. I'm disappointed in men. This is disappointment. This isn't me getting triggered. This is not a rant. I'm disappointed. The millennials, you millennials, whack-ass Gen Z, Gen X guys, it's a wrap. It's a wrap. Y'all supposed to be the leaders out here. Y'all supposed to be the men. Single mother raised, peace-sitting down men out here trying to convince me to tiptoe around your feelings and make me feel good about a daughter getting a father off child support. Are you serious? I don't even know what to do. What? 
What are we doing? Where in the Bible does it say this shit? <laughs> and then, so God, next subject. If you don't take your monkey ass off my show, this is my show. I decide how to run the show. Just because you in your feelings. Oh, this should be a good story. It's sad. <laughs> it's sad. It's not a good story. The one good thing about it outweighs the 10 bad things about it. And you men are going absolutely nowhere with this mindset. I'm going to tell you that right now. I refuse. That is some that is some sad shit. We want to talk about legacy and repairing the community. And you got going to want me to be like, oh, it's great. Good for the daughter. No, it's sad. Anyway. <laughs> it's completely unbelievable what man had become. And then you wonder why women are out here choosing Pookie's Chads and Ray Ray's. Only so many times they can deal with you sensitive ninjas. They're already telling you they hate you sensitive guys. They'd rather be out here being uh, uh, harlots and having sharing men than to be with men like you. If a woman, you tell a woman that you're going to marry her and you want her to be submissive and you fly your ass to the Philippines or wherever you're going, and then you say, I hope one day my daughter saves me. What type of man are you? I mean, just, it, it just, just make that a talking point to any woman you're talking to. Hey, you know what? I'm going to be to the such, such to the point that my daughter's going to save me ultimately. Mm. Yeah, nothing is going down in that bedroom tonight. <laughs> You know, she ain't marrying you. You're not going to get picked if your ultimate goal in life is your, for your kids to come save you. I would never have that happen. Never. Never. That's not in the plan. I'll leave the whole country. I'll, I'll take a boat to Cuba. <laughs> Come on, man. I'll take a boat to Cuba. Never. And that should never be in your plans as a man. Once again, up, point it down, look and grab between your legs and cuff your balls as a man at some particular point. You got to do this as a daily exercise. Or else... Enjoy touching yourself at night. I don't know what to tell you. But men, as much as women are becoming men, men are becoming women. You're becoming too effeminized. Well, what about coach? You should worry about our feelings. Man, please. Wanted me to tap dance around your feelings to make you feel better about a story that's despicable, in my opinion. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> Somebody said, oh, ABL says nobody cares about men's feelings. Got tightened up. Men, we better start tightening up. And black men in particular, we need to start tightening up. Y'all too emotional. Y'all too emotional. Uh, it never was meant to be that way. Your emotions need to be redirected. Okay. 
all this emotional kumbaya shit is getting you nowhere. Fast. Nowhere fast. Okay. That's, that, look, when men use emotional arguments like that, although I did get emotional, I will tell you. But it was out of disgust. It wasn't a feel-good story. You better get your shit straight real fast. Anyway. Yeah, you guys need to get toxic for sure. For, anyway, let's get into this. Speaking of, this is the one reason that modern women will be single, and this is the one thing that men do not do again, is that women want to compete with men, but they never want to compete for men. Women want to compete with men, and men are allowing women to compete for, with men, but women don't want to compete for men. And I'm going to give you some examples of this, and this is what men are allowing women to do particularly melanated men, they're allowing their women to compete with them, in essence, supersede them in many ways, with the youngest generation saving them, sadly. So you're allowing a group of people who don't have the capabilities that you naturally possess. It is obvious. I'm not saying that a person is less than, but it's obvious. I have strength, determination, vision. Not only that, ambition. I have a drive, and many women attempt to kill this by making us feel guilty for what they lack, and then they compete with us, and they're not even close to competing with the likes of me. I, You can't keep me here. The only way you can compete with me is to force me or to guilt me into stopping taking over. I have the takeover spirit. Okay? You can't, the only thing you can do is guilt me to stop. Oh, don't work so hard. Oh, money isn't everything. Then on the other end, I'm supposed to be happy for your $50,000 a year job. And then you can put yourself on par with me or belittle me because you make just as much, if not more than me. So they don't have any problems competing with men. But when it comes to competing for men, they're not doing it. And this is because men are allowing it. But this is going to keep women single. Now, the first thing men do, number one is try to assert their position of which a new strange woman is the only woman he's talking to. Okay, so what happens is the woman, you meet the woman on Tinder, you meet the woman on the street, you meet the woman on seeking, and then you tell the woman you're the only one I'm talking to. This allows the woman to believe that you have nothing else going on in their pea brain. They believe that, hey, you got nothing else going on, so I'm the best thing here. One of the other things that you can do and then make them know or make it clear that they are not the only one you're competing Meaning that, yes, there are other people vying for my presence, what I provide. Once they hear this, most women believe that they can't compete with you. So they're going to go back out into the marketplace and find another person that they don't have to compete with. This is essentially what's going on. This is essentially what's going on. Now, if we do a simple numbers analysis, it is very clear that there are more women than there are men. There are more women just on a general level. There's more women in America than there are men. On earth, there's more women than men. Just on that alone, there's leftover women 
if we all start to picking each other. If we got down to picking each other, there would be remaining women. I believe in the United States for black populations, if everybody picked a mate, there would be 4 million leftover black women. Mm. Women should know this. Men should know this. This gives you a significant advantage. Meaning that the leftover women thus now should be competing and buying for the men instead of saying, no, I don't have to compete. I'll just be an asshole or not cook or clean or not be submissive or not do this. I'll just do what I want. And then I'll ultimately go back out there and have an advantage and find what I want. You're not going to find it. Numerically, you have a disadvantage. That's the first part of it. The second part of it, is that what men and women don't want to embrace? But it's constantly talked about. If you just take the valuable people in any community, regardless of race, there's only a small percentage of valuable men in terms of what qualifies and a larger percentage of available women. So the women who are looking, even the married women who are considering divorce, the numbers of them are extremely high versus the small amount of men that actually have value. To put it like this, if you make $400,000 a year, you're in the top 3% of American men. Unfortunately, there are some women who are in the lower end or rung of womanhood, meaning she has exactly what everybody else has, but she's also saying, I'm not going to go above and beyond to compete with this guy. She will come into that man's life and be surprised that that man has options. If she comes in and sees initially, oh, it looks like you have I have competition in here. She will walk the hell out the door. <laughs> Instead of what? Read the banner. Women want to compete with men, but not compete for men. And she will, in her mind, say, I'm not going to up the ante and show how valuable I am. I'm going to walk out the door and go find another guy that makes $400,000 a year. If you wanted to know what's keeping women single, it's the competition anxiety is not working for their favor. In their mind, they believe that the peace leave gives them their worth. It gives them the table. They're the table. For men, you're not understanding that this is where your advantage lies. This is where the true leverage and options lie instead you want to be emotional and be saved by your daughter on child support all right listen you're going to be in the situation you are and if you do this if i do this how many men make 100 200 300 400 dollars a million dollars a year we're talking about three percent of men at best if i say how many women have vaginas that would be 100 of them how many women have vaginas that they believe are make them special? That would be 100%. How many women sell some? That's 30%. How many women say they never gave some up? Zero percentages. How many women have sold some? Just go down the numbers. How many have 100 body count on their vagina? 30%. <laughs> right? How many of them have saved themselves in the Proverbs 31 vision of the woman, of the virtuous woman? 10%. How many of them are married? 8% of the 
How many women are single mothers, divorcees? 20%. Then when it comes to this, they go, well, you should have this. And then they will proceed to say, since you have it, I'm not going to compete with you, though. I'm not going to compete and show you that I'm better with the 100% of women that have vaginas. This is what's going to keep them single for a long time. And if you're a man, this is what is going to keep you frustrated for a long time. Because you don't see that you have a significant advantage out here when it comes to what you possess versus what they possess. What's available in the marketplace as what you can buy, what you can lease, rent, or whatever. You are killing them. You're so far ahead of them, it's despicable. And when I see things like this, and I experience this all the time, I will meet someone or find someone somewhere. They will contact me, and then I will say something like, well, who is this? Can you send me a photo of who you are? Can you tell me who you are? What is your profile name? I, I don't know. You just told me a name. It's not clicking. Can you tell me who you are? They will proceed to say and understand, oh, looks like I have competition out here. The one thing I find that they do once they get to that point is they go. They leave. <laughs> they, they stop competing. They instantly say, oh, shit. I assumed he had nothing going on despite the fact that he's in a value position, I can clearly see it. <laughs> Why does this happen? It's because men have allowed it. Men have allowed this, giving the bare minimum to you and you accepting the bare minimum. You, you allow this by saying women can only just give me sex and that's going to make you the greatest thing. Your desperation has allowed this to manifest. And so women will say, and I'm going to show you a, a video right here where they're saying competing for good men is not even a part of the equation. They are the prize. It's, it's mind-boggling. But it's what will get and keep women single forever for good. Non-competing. Also, we'll talk about relationship composition anxiety as well. Let's play this clip. And I played a clip from them previously. Previously, here we go. So, again, here's what we got. We got two women that are probably under the age of 30. They're both somewhat single. And I'm going to describe them as burnt out. <laughs> All right. I can look at them from here as an elder, as an older man. These women have what we call the thousand salami stare. None of these women are innocent. Some of these women probably are teenage moms. These women are burnt out. I mean, this is just the most honest assessment that I can give you. Now, I want you to see how they describe some of the things. He said, weather beaten. Yes. I mean, it's clearly you can see this. I mean, listen, I hate to be judgmental about people, but it's clearly. I mean, let's just call a spade a spade. This one right here, she smoked out and burnt out. Let me see if I can refresh this. This is from counselor's Instagram page. Go give them a follow. Let's hear what this woman is saying. Here we go. 
Oh, also, I have another point to add. Is not required of me to make your plate, right? Like, I am not your mom. I'm not required to clean up after you. I'm not required to cook for you. I'm not required to do anything for you, mm -hmm. right? Because you did not come out of me. I'm not your mom. As a man, as a person, as a human being, you should have been taught life skills to be self-sufficient. It's not a requirement for me to take care of you. If I want to do something out of the kindness of my heart, that's on me. If I do not want to do it, I'm not doing it. How about you make my plate? How about I cooked? Why don't you say to me, babe, why don't you go sit down? I'm going to make your plate. How much would you like? They completely skipped over the fact that you just cooked for them. Right. They don't give a fuck. And no. Forget that you cooked. You also have to serve. So it is These project barons right here. These project barons. These women will forever live in projects. All right. Studio apartments at best. <laughs> they, they're going nowhere. They're competing for no high value men. They're competing. They will never get better than Project Pat. You know what I mean? Not Project Pat, the rapper. They're going nowhere. Not only are they going nowhere, they don't see that they're falling lower down the rung of available qualified men. Yes, simps will bail them out. Simps will give them dinner. Simps will pay for a piece of peace leave. They'll get that, and they'll get disillusioned, and then they'll come back falling down the rung and not realize while they're falling down the rung is because what they're doing is they're competing with men not competing for men. It's very simple. Everything she said there, and this is an indicative of all women, what they think. She's competing with men. Everything she said was competition. She opens up saying, we're not required to do anything for a man. There, That right there is going to keep you single forever. You're not required to. Uh, have you read a Bible? Have you seen what a guy that has value probably can have in terms of competition out here? The one time that I say that, if you ever bring that up to a woman, ma'am, I have options. They don't have problems saying that they have options, but I just want to let you know, ma'am, I have options. And then they, in turn, might discover that you have options. Many people will think that it works in your advantage, but many women today are trained to run when they hear that. I want a guy that's high value or $300,000 a year all to myself. I want them all to myself. And also, I'm not going to do anything for that man. I'm not required to do anything for you. What? So you make a lot of money. So you have everything I want. So you can change my life. I'm not required to do anything for that man. With that being said, if it gets too difficult, she will gracefully bow out of the competition. It's absolutely crazy to think that men, women are being trained to not do anything to compete for men. Now, some women do do this. They say, I know this guy has it. I'll stick in and compete, but I won't have unrealistic expectations of this guy, meaning I know possibly he's not all going to be for me. I know I might have to share some aspect of this man. And when I say share, I'm not just talking about sexually. You're going to have to share time with this guy. You might not be able to have him exclusively, meaning for hours on end, maybe a good solid 45 minutes to an hour. And then he's got to focus on his attention on other things that keeps him as a higher value guy. He has to return text message. He might have to work to 9 p.m. He might have to work 13 hour days. He might have to travel for a living. He might have other girls in other city. He might do some other things. He might. He's not going to be able to give you Monday through Friday. 
And you know what's going to happen? A woman who's in a need position will not compete. Mm. Oh, you work too much. Oh, he's never here. He, I only see him two days a week. Well, that might be only two days a week that he has for anybody. They'll say that's not enough. They'll convince him to do less in order to give her more attention. Essentially competing with her, she's competing with the man as opposed to her competing for him. Many men accept this and they ruin themselves only to later have their daughter bail them out in life. Yeah. Now for that guy, he can say, that's totally fine if you don't accept that. I can get a new one tomorrow. There's new ones in my wheelhouse right now. Many women will act surprised. What do you mean there's a new girl? I was everything you need. Not really. Because you said you didn't have to do anything or require to do anything for a man to distinguish yourself as any different. Now, let me add two more points. I recently had a lady tell me, 25 years old, she's a Kaylee. As a matter of fact, her name was Kaylee. I was like, this woman has to be trolling me. <laughs> All right, but she introduced herself. She says, hi, my name is Kaylee. I said, this is somebody trolling me. And she has blonde hair. She doesn't have a lot of tits. All right, so I'm sitting there like, this cannot be. I will show the members chat this. I will show the member stream this on Sunday. By the way, the Money Mindset group will be Sunday in the uh, late morning because of the Super Bowl. But she says, Hi, she got to be trolling me. <laughs> I was like, what? As soon as she said it, I was like, this cannot be real. This shit is not real. Hold on for a second. I might be able to show you by screenshot just so, you can sh so I can show you that this shit. Somebody said, Coach Manifesting. I said, this cannot be happening right now. This, this got to be somebody on YouTube trolling the shit out of me. Hold on for a second. I'm, I'm just going to show y'all that I'm not lying. You guys want to want it? You guys, you guys want it? I'm going to show you my phone. Oh, let me show you this first. <laughs> I'm going to show you this. I'll show you this, and then I'm going to show you the message, but I'm going to get back to my point. Uh, where's, the, where's the Kaylee? There she is. Hi, my name is Kaylee. I'm a blonde. I have no tips. I make boys fall in love with me. They always throw in fits. I like being single. No, I've never been cuffed. These boys want our relationship, but I'm just trying to. Yeah, somebody got me in a skit. We'll show you right here. Look, hold on for a second. Take a look. It'll come up. Look, can everybody see that right there? Somebody's trolling me right now. <laughs> I said, you know what? This world is the World Wrestling Federation. I can't trust this world anymore. I can't trust this world. <laughs> she says, oh, she's flat-backed it too. She's, I'm like, dude, somebody is, what is this shit? She says, a few of my general interests is art, longboarding, nature walks, meditation, pole dancing, aerial yoga, and vegan cooking. She says, hi, my name is Kaylee. Um, I'll show you a bit of, uh, I, I'll show you <laughs> for a second. Let me see something here. Just so you know, I'm giving y'all exclusive content here. This is exclusive. This is exclusive. 
and she had her feet out. She had her feet out. So <laughs> 25. And here's the thing. The point that the, the point, <laughs> this is Kaylee. So the point of this all is this, the, the point of it all is that we're getting to a point where women are dating. They're saying they're giving a lot to men in dating and they're not getting anything to return in return. They're not getting anything in return. I have to ask. I have to ask women. Yeah, Hafiz is behind this shit, right? I have to ask the ladies. What is it that you give men in relationships? Is there any women in the house? Are they still here? Although I might have chased them off with my be a man uh, content. Are there any women here? I want you to ask. I want to ask you. What? Are you giving men? <laughs> All right, seven's here. What are you giving men so much in relationships that the man is not returning? I want to hear this shit right now. I want to hear it. What are you giving men? I know it's going to be, I'm I'm thinking tangibly, but it doesn't have to be tangibly. If somebody says that, you can measure. I know, I, I'm going to say tangibly, but it doesn't have to be tangibly. I want to know, what is it that you're giving men that you're not finding to complete yourself in a single marketplace that, that has a lot of men that are that are literally going, you're so bad that I'm going overseas. What are you giving? Like, what are you competing for that man for that ultimately is disappointing you? This is just an honest question. I don't see it, but you might have to convince me, and I'm waiting for the ladies to answer because I know you're here. I'm going to first say tangibly, but just to be fair so you guys can speak because there's nothing tangibly, what are you giving men that you're competing so for so badly that it's thus frustrating you, making it seem lopsided. <laughs> now, the men are answering, so it's preventing the women from answering because they know they're they're <laughs> they're oh, somebody said fun. We have a woman said fun. All right, so she's giving the man fun. All right, people are saying child support. Uh, let's see here. Socks. This is this is what we're talking about because they'll do this for a small amount of time. Then when it gets too hard, meaning that they have to step up their game because they're not distinguishing themselves between the last harlot and the harlot that she's giving her body to uh, that she thinks is special. She, she thought was special. The other girl was dropping neck. You're dropping neck. The other girl was lifting her legs. You're lifting, you're lifting your legs. Okay, now you realize that's called a competition. You can't bow out and say, well, I gave my body and I gave a lot and it didn't work out. Well, no, you just did what the other women were doing and we know that they're doing this. Not only that, there's women undercutting you because it's far cheaper for me to go over here and get one than you. 
Not only that, there's a whole bunch of things that she might have that you're not having. What else do you do outside of that? Let's just take the body off the table, which is important. But there's too many women giving body now. It's, that doesn't distinguish you. What else are you giving that makes you competing for that guy? Let's just assume that the guy is a guy that you might think doesn't have options, but he ends up having options. What are you giving them to compete with the other women that are giving them what you perceive as special? I, I'm, I'm here. I'm all ears, ladies. Somebody said a connection. I got connections. So, oh, Randy K said nothing. Randy K is a supporter. Did Randy K say nothing? And I'm going to say, this, this show is geared to men, but I know women watch the show. The answer is nothing. You're, dis you're not distinguishing yourself. And when it comes time to distinguish yourself, especially if you're a younger woman, you're not, you're not willing to say, I'm going to go in there and up the ante. I'm going to go in there and up the ante. Okay, okay, I know this guy can get sex from other women. Some women will deny that as an advantage. That's competition anxiety. And anxiety makes you do one of two things. Run or stick in and fight, which is called fight or flight. When the anxiety shows up, you either run or you fight. Most women in today's culture are running and then they end up with a group of guys that give little and then they can say, what, you want me to cook or clean? You want me to do this? And then they're competing for lower rung men. I get it. If you want to hold out sex, that's fine. That's a decision that you're going to have to make in this marketplace. It doesn't work anymore. 25 years ago, it worked. But in this marketplace, I don't think it works anymore, especially if you're older. It doesn't work. It's a good try. It only works if you're like 16 to 20. That's it. Once you pass that, it, it's not going to work. You can't just hold that out. Listen, you can hold that out, but that's not going to give you an advantage. Okay, I'm just being frank. But the competition anxiety is having a lot of women choose singleness, which is a choice. And if you're Assuming to be happy and being single, I don't know why you're happy and single and doing content like this that I see, talking about I'm not going to cook clean and bring and cook. Competition anxiety is to the point where women are choosing to not compete for men. In a marketplace where there's more women, more single women, more women who wish for a relationship at some point, who wish for a good relationship, if they're in one and they still aren't competing for that man, what they'll do is they'll back out and that's, what's going to keep them single. Anyone else did any other ladies keep in here, come in here and say what's going on. Yeah. Feminism got them confused. I, I, let's play this video again. This is an example. This isn't the example, but this is the example that I'm hearing. Women are not required to do anything for a man. Like, what? That means they're not competing for you. They're competing with you. Just listen to it. It is not required of me to make your plate, right? Like, I am not your mom. I'm not required to clean up after you. I'm not required to cook for you. I'm not. Now, 
let me just be honest here. What she's naming are things that I would require of a woman as a priority, although it will distinguish you if you chose to do it. It will probably give you a leg up for something long term. You're not required to do it. However, if you choose not to do it and have an attitude about it, you're probably going to be practice. You're going to be in the skeet zone. You're going to be in a splash zone. That's where you're going to be in. That's probably as far as you're going to go. And that's the position you put yourself in. I'm not required to do anything for you, mm -hmm. right? Because you did not come out of me. I'm not your mom. As a man, as a person, as a human being, you should have been taught life skills to be self-sufficient. It's not a requirement for me to take care of you. One thing here that she is absolutely right about, again, that you will find women bow out when you press the issue. Because she said, I'm not required to cook clean or do any of these things, wipe your face. Now, if you're a man, if you're a man that can do those things, you just distinguish yourself as not needing her to do it. And thus, she will have nothing else to leverage after that. Now it gets worse for her. Okay. Now it gets worse for her and women then don't compete at all. And I'll give you a prime example. You can be in a relationship or a marriage in which you clean up after yourself. When you're hungry, you will get up and you will make yourself a sandwich of whole bacon, lettuce, and tomato. You will make yourself a good ass uh, blackened salmon. Her monkey ass will show up at the counter going, oh, you cook for me? She just knocked herself down the rung. That's number one. She doesn't realize that. She knocked her shit down the rung. Because I'm going to look at her like, Oh, you waited for me to get up? Okay. You're going to be in the skeet zone. But I have the ability to cook for myself, so I don't need you to do this. Then when your laundry is dirty, you toss it in the laundry washer and you press beep and put the detergent in, press beep, and then you walk the hell off. She's going to go. Now, when you do that long enough, she's going to say these words, which tells you she has nothing to compete with. She's not willing to compete for you. She's going to say, what is she going to say? I'll let you do it. I'll let you do it. What is she going to say, which shows you she's not going to compete for you? She's going to gracefully bow out. Yeah, because the things she's complaining about are not very difficult. But this is going to show you that they don't compete. Somebody says, uh, yeah, somebody says here, not, I'm not happy. What do you even need me for? What do you even need me for? I feel like you don't need me. I can do those things for you. Why don't you let me? That's what you should hear. Or can you throw some of my shit in there while you're doing it? <laughs> okay. So at that point, she knows at least on the sex level and on the taking care of yourself level, you don't need her. I don't need you. Now, ladies, I'm going to ask you something. At this point, you will find that even wives will back out. Long-term relationship women will back out. They won't compete. Because you don't need her money, right? You don't need her little human resource job. What do you have now other than being a total parasitic leech? What can you do for that man now? What are you doing? To ladies, Randy, what can she do now? 
because they're complaining about not doing shit that they're assuming that you don't know how to do or too lazy to do. What can you do now? Because I'm not asking you to do anything. All I want you to do is be quiet when I want you to be quiet. Drop that neck when I want you to drop that neck. Be fun. Be happy. Smile. What can you do now? The answer is they choose nothing. They back out. They'll destroy the relationship. They'll back out. They'll go back out on the street and deal with a dude that does far less. And you realize, ladies, once you do that, if you see your man get up and start cooking, if you ask him, what are you making us? You just knock your shit right down the rung, whether you like it or not. Then if you said, I'll work out with you when you're working out, knock down the rung. If you say, hey, we're go you're going to a restaurant, or if you say, what are we doing for breakfast? Knock down the rung. You're, you're in a position where you chose to not compete. If you see me get up and put my clothes in the laundry, you got that. You're, you're dealing with very little now. You're, you're offering very little other than a piece of peace leave. What else do you offer? I'll get, I'm giving a woman a chance to offer because I offer their side of the argument because this is what we're doing because I'm not telling you. I'm actually just offering my examples. What else do you have beyond that? Because I'm a self-sufficient man that she's complaining about. Now, if that woman comes and dates me, this woman who said something about learning to be self-sufficient, if she finds me and finds me at what she perceives my income bracket to be, what my self-sufficiency is, I want her to answer what does she what can she do for me now that distinguishes her from the other woman sitting next from her? What now? Men, if you disagree with me, if you disagree with me, maybe you can offer this. What does she what can she do now that distinguishes her from the other woman? If anybody says money or a salary or an income, then you agree with me because I said women want to compete with men, but not compete for men. And that then is an agreement in the position that we're in. Do you get what I'm saying? Do you understand what I'm saying? This is what's keeping women single. And, and if any man has any value, has a competition position, you have an abundance mindset, and you're self-sufficient, you're going to find that many women don't have anything of value to return back to you compared to the negative or the liabilities that they bring. You know all people have liabilities, but there should be assets. If a person does bring very little assets and more liabilities, how in the world are they going to find a mate? It's crazy. Anybody got to uh, argue with me on, on this one? And somebody says she'll cook for Chad. She will cook for Chad. She'll cook fried bologna sandwiches for Chad, and Chad will have to gnaw down mayonnaise and fried bologna sandwiches on Wonder Bread. This is the problem that we don't understand. She'll cook for Chad, but what is she cooking for Chad? <laughs> I don't want Tombstone pizza and dino chicken nuggets and applesauce and graham crackers with, with, and, and celery sticks with peanut butters and raisins on them. 
because that's what you're feeding your child while you're sitting here feeding me. Listen, you feed your child dino chicken nuggets, but I'm not eating macaroni and cheese and dino chicken nuggets. That's his meal. That's not my meal. You better fix me something else or else you're going to find out you're in competition. <laughs> Let me get to these super chats. Okay. I don't want, I don't want pizza rolls. Look, he's eating pizza rolls. That nappy headed crumb snatcher over there is eating pizza rolls. All right. That's sucking up my resources and my oxygen right now. And somebody wiped his snotty nose. I'm not eating pizza nuggets or his <laughs> nuggets. I'm not eating a microwave dip. So what you fixed him something, but you fixed me nothing. <laughs> All right. Yeah. I don't want a grilled cheese sandwich. I don't eat grilled cheese sandwiches. You made him a grilled cheese sandwich and broccoli that he's not about to eat and cut up hot dogs. I need a meal. Mm. <laughs> All right, let me get in here. Are there any ladies in the building? Y'all got out of here. So Pookie is getting government cheese, grilled cheese sandwiches. I don't count that as cooking. <laughs> All right. Uh, anyway, in my opinion, guys, this is a lesson to you. This isn't to put or belittle women. The lesson is be, be self-sufficient, get into an abundance mindset, and then find your value and then travel on your own. You're going to find that not many women actually qualify, number one, and the ones that do don't want to compete. They'll message you. You'll message them. And they'll say, I, I, I'm just not going to compete. It's sad. It's a sad reality. But you'll only see it when you're on the top. All right, here we go. Anonymous. <laughs> I'm going to have to check my blood pressure after this. Anonymous says Democrats are. Talking about reparations again, $14 trillion in assets, not cash over 10 years. They're talking about reparations again, predictably. Ladies and gentlemen, you're not getting any reparations. <laughs> All right. They're not. Look. Larry Bird's not walking through that door, fans. Kevin McHale's not walking through that door. And Robert Parrish is not walking through that door. And if you expect them to walk through the door, they're going to be gray and old. Okay. There's no reparations. The only reason they're saying that is in, in 16 months, there's going to be an election. <laughs> and in 16 months, there's going to be an election. Joe Biden just kind of fired off the warning shot that he's going to run again in his last State of the Union address. Essentially saying, and I tried to paraphrase, um, we need to complete the job. When he says something like that, that means he's running again. Thus, he's going to start doing what? Showing you crumbs, showing you what possibly can be, and they ain't going to give you shit, just to let you know. <laughs> new, 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 new world order. But anyway, you guys can dream. Yo, finish the job. Yeah, he said, finish the job. Let's finish the job. That's a re-election. Now, whatever they say after this point is bullshit, but you guys can find it. <laughs> it's a skit. All right, Sheldon Ross says, $120 for full service. Sign me up. But seriously, this is a perfect example of why it's better to just rent these XXs, the simps, can keep them. The rental process is going to be much easier, guys. You know, renting an apartment is somewhat easier. Shout out to Studio IC for the co-sponsorship. We got a little bit real. I'm real Truth be told, it's the pursuit of gold that turns the goals of men into trash. He says the soul is gold, but they're turning gold into cash. That's Lupe Fiasco. He's a deep brother. 
Crypto Keeper, private investigators watching salty as hell. Derek Choice, I say foul because she will never let him forget that she paid the balance, changing their relationship from slave to lender. He says, I would pay my own bills. Dude, self-sufficiency is the answer as a man. Self-sufficiency is going to save you a lot of problems. Like, for instance, if a, if a guy knows how to fix his car, do you know how much of an advantage he has in life? If a guy knows how to change his tire, change his oil, um, if he has one of those things that we tell you all men should have, a code reader, he knows how to read code that you can buy for 250 bucks. He knows how to put air in his tire. Ninja know how to uh, change an engine. Ninja know. Do you realize how much of an advantage you have? A self-sufficient, another example of self-sufficiency. If you don't own any rent or mortgage, you don't pay any rent or mortgage, meaning you paid off a house. Do you realize how much of a financial advantage that you have in life? That's called self-sufficiency. Of course, you owe money to the uh, property taxes and the, and the, uh, you know, the, the municipal services. That's all fine and dandy. You have a massive advantage in life. Self-sufficiency is everything. You, if you grow your own food, do you know how much of an advantage that you have? That means you're not privy to uh, the, the, the food that they're offering you. If you have your own personal banking system, which you can find and have, do you realize how much of an advantage that you have? <laughs> I mean, over the average. So you have cash. You have a cash system. You have a barter and trade. You have your own banking system. You have your own available resources that you can monetize. Then when the banking system shuts down, which it will, and you ninjas are going to be in long-ass lines, trying to get $40 in cash out, you have an advantage. That's called self-sufficiency. The, the Honorable Elijah Muhammad said, knowledge of self, doing, doing for self. We're, the Black Panther mission was to have knowledge of self and do for self. Significant advantage, even in your own personal romantic lives. If you're a self-sufficient man, you have the advantage over everybody. You don't have to pick just any old person to come over there, give you eight pieces of peace leave per month, and then give you nothing but headaches the rest of it. Okay? It's a it's an advantage. Yep, cutting your own hair is an advantage. You don't have to sit in the line, wait for the dude to get done, drive 20 minutes, wait an hour, wait an hour to get cut. Cut your own hair. <laughs> Shout out to all the barbers. Marcus Garvey said it too. This, these are all things that people have tried to educate you on. I think in the romantic marketplace, uh, being a self-sufficient man and a man that has his own kind of financial situation, independence of, uh, of working a job, dude, and women will not understand this. You got a tremendous advantage over them, but just over everybody in the marketplace. Done. You will find that they have nothing to offer. All the stuff that they said they have to offer, they got nothing. C3, Augusta says, you need some church organ sound clip now, coach. Yeah, man, I need the church organ stuff, man. All right, shout out to Sligo as the sauce says, I'm staying. All right, shout out to you staying on the junior college. I'm far behind here. L, uh, e Brock says, Mitchosphere for real. You guys want these Manosphere people to coddle you and keep you in this. Oh, it's the women's fault. At this point, at this point, not necessarily. Yes, women are getting delusional, but uh, if you're still stuck in your position, 
year after year, week after week, month after month. I don't know what to tell you. Shout out to JCZ. Damn, I walked into some heat. I missed the first half, but I get the context. I would die before my kid ever became my bailout plan, hustling backwards. Hustling backwards. I praise that young woman for doing that. But we're not going to hustle backwards. <laughs> right? All right, there ain't no way. I'll go move in the freaking Eskimos. All right, shout out to uh, Brandon D says, Coach, sweep the leg. Sweep the MF and leg. No mercy on the Mitches. Adam Bomb, shout out to the Mitchesphere. Crypto keeper, this is crypt, crypto keeper. This is reprehensible. I believe in the coach gang. He says this is why we need men like you, coach. The story is sad, and more men need to be better than the results. Uh, then results come. Results come from hard work and tough times. And sometimes you can't control it. So this is why we say protect your seed. Hey, I'm in the I'm in the same position as that guy, constantly being hound, uh, put down, belittled as a father, disadvantaged as a father threatened with child support. I'm in the same position, the same boat. But what is not going to be the case is my kid's not going to be the bailout. My kid is not going to be the bailout, nor will I allow it. Okay, I'm not allowing that shit. All right, if that gets to that point, it's, it's a reflection on me. JC, Coach C-19 has been kicking my arse, arse since I got back from the desert bunker but you calling out the Mitches made me laugh and gave me energy. Thank you. Indeed. Mr. Commander says, get him, coach. Thanks for all you do. Josh Moon, Joshua Moon, preach coach. This ish was sad. I got two little girls. Stay focused, coach gang. And remember, it's barbecue in here. It's barbecue in there. Men used to have a tremendous advantage in our lifetime. In our, in our lifetime. You guys missed it if you're young. And the advantage was we actually knew we were men <laughs> we actually knew we were men and we understood but now you guys are bowed down gracefully in this mindset it's all mental and it's all a psyops it's all an idea it's nothing been proven that even the group of men amongst you can compete with you i'm not just talking about women it's been proven that even men that are looked they have the same measurements as you. Sometimes they got a better situation than you. Even then, they can't even compete with you, and that's called a hierarchy. Men walked in the rooms and immediately established the hierarchy, immediately. Men who didn't want to compete backed up. They show this to be true. This is the idea of the alpha and the omega and all of this stuff. That's called a hierarchy. But even within that hierarchy, you knew the structure, you honored it, or you tried to improve your position. That's called competition. We've eliminated competition. And just as said on the face value, we're equal. Bullshit. Mm. <laughs> I'm just telling you this right now. I do not believe that. Now, I don't believe in the saying that a group of people are un unequal, like saying blacks are unequals to whites. I don't agree with that. That's all psychological warfare. But just on base value, I'm supposed to be equal to somebody? No. I don't care if you're a man or a woman. That's no. That's going to be a no. If I'm better than, I'm better than. If I'm less than, I will see if I want to be better than. If I don't want to be better than, I will sit back and gracefully bow out. If I do want to be better than, I will cuff my balls. If somebody can't have balls to cuff, so be it. But that's how civilizations grow and get better. 
<laughs> All right, bullshit. There's a hierarchy. And when it and when men knew that there was a hierarchy and embraced it instead of walking around going, women should allow us, man, I tell you. There ain't no participation trophies out here. And I don't encourage it. And I don't encourage in saying just men are better than women off the top. Because at this particular point, I can't even co-sign that. There's a lot of women that's kicking y'all asses only because you're bowing down to the divine feminine, particularly black men. I keep holding y'all accountable because every time black men try to get ahead, here comes some monkey simp. Go, what we should be doing is taking care of our granny and our mammy. Okay. <laughs> and then guess what? Your granny and mammy ain't did shit. All right. Now they out here struggling and striving. And now you're going to go out there and redirect all your energies to help them after they didn't rain all kind of hell on society. Absolutely not. All right. I'm not doing it. They had their chance and they blew it. <laughs> all right. Look, people have their chance. Some people take advantage of it. Some people blow it. If you blew it, it ain't my pro It ain't my fault. I didn't ask to be here. I'm not going to go back. What well, well, we should do. I ain't going back to that. And people used to live with each other as families for five generations. I ain't going back to that. I'm not, I'm not going to do this. What I should be doing. I'm doing, I'm going to be kicking ass and taking names. <laughs> that's what I do. All right. But that's how I live. I mean, you can choose to live otherwise and wait for everybody to rise up together. Where are we at? R. Singleton says, I've heard in corporate America, it's usually how they dress at work. They're going around guys making 500K plus, and then they walk into the office with tight skirts and cocktail dresses, CGA go Raiders. But for some reason, we allow that. And it's part of the game. But we already know what the game is. Shout out to Mikey says, coach gave the halftime speech. Men needed to hear. Men, let's go dominate the second half. One, two, three, coach game. If you're not here on this earth trying to dominate, what are you here doing? But this is just me. Like, I want to dominate. Like, I want to, like, and it doesn't mean, like, beating people up, right? I don't want you to think that. It doesn't mean being an asshole or disrespectful. It's like, y'all not trying to fight? Like, <laughs> y'all not trying to, like, win or no? Y'all trying to lose? Or y'all trying to be like, let's score, let's be even at the end. Like, like I have a course called Unapologetically, Unapologetically, let me say it again, Unapologetically Masculine. I have another course called Conquer. I use these words because these words mean stuff for me. Like Conquer, I love that word. And if a person allows me to conquer their ass, well, so be it. I don't know what to tell you. I'm trying to conquer. I'm trying to something. There ain't going to be no, okay, it's fair. Let's divvy up the, the, the booty. You know what I mean? <laughs> let's divvy up. Now, nah, if I did, if I did the majority of the work, it's my reward. Pause. I'm trying to win somewhere. And if you come up short because you didn't try to win, that's your problem. It ain't mine. Mm. <laughs> I mean, look. Don't get mad at me because I put in the extra time to work, the energy. I put in the effort. I actually did the majority of the work to get there. Okay, let's share. No, no, no. My homeboys used to be like this. My homeboys used to be like, hey, man, let's put in all our money and go get three bags of chips and dump them in a, uh, dump them in a, uh, a bag. Dump them in a bag, right? Then they shake up the chips. 
I never would do it. I'm like, no. Because that actually favors a person that's done less. So we go to the store. The bag of chips cost $3. Okay, I put in a dollar. Uh, this guy's coming up short. I only have 25 cents. And the other person have to come up. And then I have to reach into my pocket for an extra dollar. Then when the chips get pouring in, the ninja that put in the less always got their hand in the bag. Then you tell them, you didn't put no $5 on this weed. Why you always hitting it? You didn't put no money on. I put in more money in the bag. I should have my hand on the bag. Then the people doing the less, this is indicative of the entire society. The people doing the less do the most balking about what they deserve, and they got their hand in the bag the entire time. No. No. I don't agree with that. That's called socialism, and it 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 doesn't. It doesn't favor the one who put in the most. It favors the one who puts in the least. Then when you call them out, then they play the victim. Well, I didn't have enough money, and it just goes in there. And can't you help a brother out? No. <laughs> I'll get my own bag, and I'll be over there with the big bag and with a, with a jammy pointed at you to make sure you don't steal my big bag. I'll move into a gated community with my big bag, and you can't get into my bag. That's called domination. Meaning, I don't care about your feelings, and I don't care if you're hungry, and I don't care if you got to steal now. I will protect myself and bring back my bag. It's mine. <laughs> That's how I do shit. Yes, I'm selfish. Shout out to Lee. Is it, Yeah, he who wins. This is survival of the fittest. Shout out to Lee says, thank you, coach, for your wisdom and the blue chip mindset. Western women nowadays have gone, are too far gone and feral. That's why I'm going to Japan. Can I get a long-backed Ling Ling? Yes, indeed, you can right here. We're going to get through these Super Chats because I got to get a coaching call. I got a meeting today. Um, I do have a photo of a long-backed Ling Ling ready to go, just so you know I have it paused. So I'm going to show it to you right here. <laughs> there she is right there. Hello. Indeed. Indeed, indeed, indeed. <laughs> All right. Shout out to her. And we love ladies, man. Hey, we really deep down inside be loving them, man. But they just they just can't be corrected. So as a result, dudes have to come around different strategies. The Supreme Black Flatback Asian. Shout out to Classic Brother says sub coach. Had to pull over to show some respect. Yeah, cats out here too damn emotional. Keep doing your thing. Don't let them distract you 100%. Thank you, man. Thank you, brother. Thanks for pulling over, man. And thanks for being safe driving watch while you're listening to me. Shout out to Demon Deacon, OG Pretty Thug. We're all going to get through these right here. I'm he says, uh, whoever's dating Western women, they just practice. He says the trade-off overseas is huge. He says, even just in Central America, go hellfire and brimstone on them. And guys, get your passports, man. I support the passport bros. You know what I mean? I mean, listen, some of them aren't going to compete in this marketplace because the marketplace does not favor them at all. And so I fully support people finding, like I, like, I like guys exploring. I like guys figuring out their options. Go on and figure that shit out, right? YouTube trash talker, I'm making 150 or 1,500 running fuel lines and another 200 doing a break job today. Building a shop would, was a great investment. Made $150 installing air filters yesterday. And that is just a side hustle for fun. My man got that money. 
All right. Uh, JC says everybody got their cups, but they ain't chipped in. Indeed, everybody got their cups, but they ain't chipped in. I think that's Snoop Doggy Dog. Chip in, and you got to chip in what I'm chipping in. If you ain't chipping in what I'm chipping in, I'm the boss. <laughs> right? That's how it works. And people are like, that's not fair. No, it's fair. That's how it works. That's called hierarchy. That 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 I call the I call the shots. And then, you know, I don't want to hear people say that I didn't have the opportunity to earn. Hey, it is what it is. Shout out to Plumber to Pilot. Wow. I'm rich, bitch. You got to get yours, but I got to get mine. All right, he says, uh, trying to catch up on the stream. Weak men have always been the problem. Keep your foot on these Mitch's neck. Keep up the great work, coach. Thank you, thank you, man. And I want. Uh, you know, we, you know, we can strengthen men, men. If you, if you are in a weak perceived position, right. Perceived weak position. Um, and you got called out today. You can be mad at me, but just know, just know you can get strong real quick. All right. A man can change his life in a matter of six months to a year. And you can put yourself in a separate class that distinguishes yourself that will make your life and opportunities significantly easier. Just like that. All right, but if you listen to people telling you the cold approach and get women and all that shit, all right, you're going to lose out here. Shout out to Dev, says CGA, you literally called it exactly how they are. Indeed, he says CGA with the heat. He says free agent lifestyle for life, coach sponsorship. I'm real, Chan man. said, coach, I stopped trying to explain anything to ninjas. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, the humanity. Yeah, because they uh, immediately when they turn into an emotional conversation, because I talk here, do I be talking nonstop for three hours? So every now and then I'm entitled to have an emotional moment. But I'm trying to explain with words the majority of time. Anybody that uses an emotional argument at that point, you don't lost the whole damn conversation and you're not to be helped. Shout out to Dr. Thunder here to support you, coach. I'm going to crash one of your streams one of these days. I'm going to crash one of your streams. I just though it's just we we live on different coasts. Dev says this is show is exactly what I needed. Thank you, coach. As Big John used to say, we have the penis, dude. We we that's perceived power in the world. They even erect things that look and resemble that thing, phallic symbols, if you will, the Washington Monument. It's meant to show power. Thus, if you are in any relationship situation. If you have the perceived advantage, what do they say? You have the power. How many times have you found that the woman has the power? There is only in one way the woman has the power, and that is until you marry her in a, for an extended amount of time. Then she can turn the power dynamic onto you because you get a financial penalty for blowing it up. But anytime other than that, boom, power. Masculine energy matters. That's why they fight against masculine energy so much. They don't want it. They have no want. They want you to not even want it. They want you walking around on your tippy toes, seeing reading rainbow. Absolutely. They want you to not embrace it. Anytime there's a hint of masculinity, it is seen as a threat. Why? Because they can't beat it. Can't beat it. The only way to beat it is to stop you from doing it. It's a sad thing. It's sad, but our society needs it. They just say, stop doing it. <laughs> right? That's power. Yeah. Okay, that's called shaming you into stopping doing it. Nope, that ain't going to work for me over here. I'm not just going to do it because you're uncomfortable with it. Shout out to Christopher. A, he says the Falcons aren't trying to dominate. They're up 28 to three. 
And we had a phrase in that in coaching, call it people love to, when people are winning, they stop winning. They take the gas off the, they take their foot off the gas or they remove the knee from the neck. They don't go in for the kill, proceed this, the throat slash. What they do is in coaching, we used to say, they're playing not to lose. They're not playing to win. They're playing not to lose. You guys are playing not to lose. Like every day you wake up, you're like, I'm playing not to lose. But you up, you up 28. Yeah, sweep the leg, bro. Sweep the leg. <laughs> Somebody says, hater in the chat. Who gives a damn? Sweep the leg. Show no mercy. Like, that's how you win. I mean, well, what about the people below me? <laughs> hey, I used to say, look, catch up with me. Catch up. If you're in a relationship with me, ladies, you got to catch up. You know what I mean? They'll be like, hey, can you slow down? Because I'm going to go, I got shit to do. I'm going to get out of the car. I'm going to get in the car, hit the gas pedal, get to where I'm going. We're going to go to dinner. Hey, uh, waitress, or we already know what we wanted. We looked online for the menu. Thank you. We'll have a couple of drinks, and then this is what we're going to order. Go ahead and bring it in. Thank you very much. Let's eat. Get the hell up out of there. I don't need the ambiance. I got ambiance at the crib. Come on. Walk into the car. Oh, can you slow down? No. Catch up. Catch up. Don't ever ask me to slow down. Don't ask. Don't ever ask me to do less to make you feel better. <laughs> All right, that's my mindset. That's how I wake up in the morning. Don't ever ask me to slow down. Don't ever ask me to take a day off. Don't ever ask me to not work. No, I can't do it. You got to keep up or you get left behind, right? And I be telling, dude, I told my kids that. I tell my mom that. I tell, you know, anybody, ex-spouse, spouse, if you can't keep up, mother sucker, just say you can't keep up. <laughs> but if you keeping up, we can win. Juan says, coach, you have a gift. He says, you you able to remember and articulate details of relationships, experiences, and life. Gracias for teaching us the real game. Give me that. Yeah, give me that. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. You. All right, we got it out here, guys. I want more guys to have this that mentality and or some portions of it. All right, shout out to Winnie Wall. He says, I find that XXs are into low-hanging fruit. Why? Why? Why are they why do they tend to go to lower hanging fruit? Because they don't have to compete. It's very simple. And he says they don't want men who outdo them physically, mentally, and financially. He says their confidence is lowered. It's so low that they would rather stare at a blank wall than greet a good-looking man. Coach gang for life. And when you get to that point, you'll find it. They'll say, nah. They'll really go, no. Nope. But then they'll say, you want me to cook and clean after we come home from the right aid job? They'll do with that to the right aid guy and argue with that guy. I wouldn't even argue with the guy. They, they'll go for the easy route. And then complain about the dudes in the easy route. Fine with me. Fine with me, but this is mostly a Western culture idea. They'll take the easy route. Jake Wish, you sound like a black pastor who curses. I enjoyed today's stream. Keep doing it. Keep doing it, coach. I appreciate you, free agent lifestyle for life. Dude, hey, listen, a lot of people think having a Porsche is an advantage, right? I'm going to tell you, I have that damn car, and a lot of women know what the car is. They don't know what the car but. Dude, I had an older lady yesterday. She stopped me and admired the car. She was drooling all over it. And her friend was trying to get her to go. She was like, this is a fantastic car. This is unbelievable. 
prettiest Porsche I've ever seen. I was like, you want to drop the neck or what? You want to give me a gummy? But um, people will see me in that car. Women, black women who are at the lowest rung, they will see me and disqualify themselves. They will act like I'm freaking invisible. Not only black women, ugly black women. Like, it's it's bad. Like, women that ain't nowhere. Like, ma'am, I know you saw this shit. <laughs> you clearly saw this. There's no way you didn't see it. And they'll walk right by me after purchasing EBT and WIC groceries and go walk right by me like this. Now, I'm not saying that should immediately that she should do something. I'm not saying it. But what I'm noticing is that shit right there is full of hate that you are above them instead of saying, maybe he knows something I don't know. Maybe he knows something I don't know. Another example. I'm, I'm, got, I'm full of stories. I pulled up in a drive-thru. I think it was, uh, what drive-thru was? It was Raising Cane's. Raising Cane's drive-thru. Pull up in the drive-thru. And there's a nerdy white chick in the damn <laughs> taking money, right? Nerdy. She's sitting there with her glasses on like this. Acne all over her face. She sees me pull up. She takes my money and she stops her job. And she says, sir, I just want to know. What did you have to do to get a car like that? Which is an acknowledgement. It's an acknowledgement. She's like, I see something. That's probably what I want. Or I see that's valuable. This guy have, has information that I would probably want to know that could help me stop being a damn working in the damn, uh, what was it called? Working in the Raising Cane's drive-thru. She says, I want to have a car like that. And I said, I scam. <laughs> no, anyway. But she was like, one day, I, I see you have information. I just want to know. I'm curious. What is it? So that I one may one day might have that for myself. I guarantee you she probably was in high school. <laughs> he says, I griff. PPP. So that right there shows you the difference between how some women say, I could see it. Because it's clearly, clearly you don't see that every day. And that is the difference between pride not competing and going, I want to compete. I want to know. Or at least I want to know what the value is. Maybe I can't do what you're doing. Maybe I can do you. <laughs> but that's the difference. But when people walk back around me around uh, pride, I normally know notice this around girls in fitness clothes, like gym hookers. They got the fitness clothes attire, and they think, well, that doesn't matter. I've still got breast implants and yoga pants. They still think that's going to top me. They still think that tops me. I'm still supposed to still compete because you got yoga pants and breast implants and face full of makeup. Like what? And <laughs> or the pride of the women who is clearly beneath, but then pridely walks behind like I'm supposed to still check her booty at the end of it. It's it's weird, but it's what I noticed. It's what I noticed, and I'm like, boy, I tell you, man, they simply don't want to compete. Noel says, Coach, thank you for raining down that lightning rod on these peace sitting down soy and taking man boob having Mitch's. 
All right. He says we were doing, he says you were doing what Marlon Brando did in the Godfather. When the dude was crying in front of him, he slapped up across their face and yelled at him and told him, be a man, be a man. I mean, I know it's simple. A lot of guys say that, but um, I'm hoping, you know, I don't give motivational speeches. I don't give motivational speeches. I try to inspire you. I'm not giving you pretty words. I can only do what I do. But I'm not going to settle for complaining all the time about these women. And then at the same time, big upping situations where I, I can't do it. I, I'm not going to do it for you. And if you felt some sort of way, it is what it is. Okay. Superman says, hell. He says, they'll take pictures when you're ride and not see you. Oh, yeah, they do that too. Yep, they'll take pictures with you with your ride, and I see you. Yeah, I find that happens a lot of times too. Uh, but not just that the car gives you an advantage, but the problem is people should know, and they know. All right, look, man, we out of here. I'm going to check my blood pressure. I got a coaching call. I got to do this post wrap-up, and I have uh, a long meeting before we get to the evening stream. Shout-out to the coach game. It's all love out here. But only the strong survive. We're going to get back to that point. I think weak people depend on governments and other people for the most part. And we out of here, brothers. Peace. I'm over it. So fucking over. I'm about to be a fucking. Oh, but I'm about to be the biggest fucking hobo. Watch me, bro. I'm about to be a hoe for real. I'm about to be the biggest hoe on my fucking life, bro. I'm about to be a hoe. I'm about to be a hoe. Yo, y'all niggas not worth it, bro. I'm about to be like.